Hi, my name is Sean Linden. I'm the writer and director of uh, Hunter Hunter, and you are listening to the Horror Squad podcast. Squad podcast. Uh, this is episode number 187, talking about the Forever Purge, which is currently in theaters and streaming. I'm one of your co-hosts, Todd. We have Sam, Joe, and where's your purge mask, Steve? I took it off. You can't breathe. Yeah, it's those too hot. Things. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Yeah. Steve was ready to purge, but he abandoned it, and he's back in his basement. So. Right. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Todd? I feel like you always ask about us, but we don't ask about you enough. That's true. Make me cry if you say that so again. So <laughs> I'm Sam with Steve and Joe, and we're oh. here with Todd. How are you doing, Todd? I'm okay. I'm doing well. It's uh, thunderstorming today. I know Sam likes Ooh. that. Um, much needed water for the grass because I've been watering mm-hmm. it. And um, nice. had some orange chicken for dinner, and that's about it. Oh, yum. You look like you have a fresh haircut. I did. I did it myself. Really? So, uh huh. It looks nice. Thank you. This, yeah, I can control it when it's shorter, but once it gets longer, I my skills like diminish rapidly. I like it. Thank hmm. you. Well, Todd, I know you missed our ultimate uh, list, so I don't know oh, if you yeah, had a yeah. chance to look it over, or if you heard, you know, the list or anything. Just wanted to get your th- thoughts on it. Well, Scream was overall number one, right? Yes. I, that wasn't shocking. I know that's when most people think of '90s horror, it's Scream that pops in their mind. So, yeah, I mean, not my list per se, but I think I had a lot of those movies in my top 10 anyway, just in different rankings. So, but I was surprised to see um, Science of Lambs up there so high because that one, it's just like, I know we've talked about this where it could be horror, it could be not. I think that's one of the borderline for against against it being horror personally, but it's still an excellent movie. So, yeah, solid list. Awesome. Wonderful. I don't think that's funny. Uh, We never, said the fact that you actually weren't there for that part of the episode. No, we didn't. <laughs> you just you just eventually disappear. I didn't get a single comment about it. Like, well, thank you, thank you, thank you everybody for caring. They know Todd's an important man. He has important things to do. <laughs> right. I was at the fair eating fried Twinkies. Exactly. Like Funnel I said, cakes. important things to do. <laughs> Where were the and, photos for the the mess hall, Todd? Oh I know. Well I sent you guys a photo of the um the hidden mystery creature Ooh. at the at the freaking fair. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I paid a dollar for each person. And they're like, you cannot have your phone. You cannot take pictures. Like, oh, well, this would be serious. And you walk <laughs> up to, you walk up to like a trailer and you look over. And it's this little like thing, maybe like a foot long, seven inches high, whatever that looks like a merman. But it's, um, you know, it looks like paper mache, just skin colored. And it was so awesome. I want to take a picture because obviously <laughs> it's fake. Right. But yeah, like, that stuff at the fair is so fun. Like, I love seeing those stupid little sideshow things. It's it's just a good time. Plus, like, their newspaper articles, like, this was found in a lake in Kentucky <laughs> seven years ago, and it's not human. I'm like, ooh. So, that's fun. That's awesome. Very cool. Steve? I got nothing going on. You got nothing going on? Come <laughs> on. Nothing. It's been exciting for my work, but I can't really talk about that. So, uh, but they are letting Americans into Canada as of today. Big mistake. We're coming. Uh, yeah. But, oh, wow. So Americans apparently not dangerous enough to come to Canada, but Canadians too dangerous to go to the U.S. So we're not allowed to go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird. But anyway. 
Yeah. Canada opening the borders, very similar to tonight's movie where they yeah, opened the borders right, yeah. to us. So I guess. Spoiler. <laughs> I guess you're fucked, eh? If you're in the middle of the U.S., you just can't get together Mexico yeah, or Canada. Pretty much, and... yeah. Well, actually, the middle of the U.S. has all the guns. Right. So they're, they're fine. Right. They're the ones. They're the ones. <laughs> or dead. They're the yeah. one having. They're the one having fun. All right. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I'm really looking forward to, to talking about this movie because. Uh, just reading people's opinions in our discord and stuff like that it's very like one side or the other so right i was pleasantly surprised to be honest with you of how much i enjoyed it so because i hated the last one like with the passion it's one of the worst movies i've ever seen last time yeah (laughs) but i think that's one thing we can all agree on is the last one is probably the worst one well we actually have a question about kind of that uh so you guys want to get to it let's do it all right you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or, of course, on our fabulous Discord. Just great discussions in there this week. Uh, went pretty crazy again. Just a lot of people talking about all sorts of stuff, including the purge and purging and all that kind of stuff, which will reflect in the questions we got today. But first, our first questions come to us from Mandy. Uh, she says, if you're all single again and had to write a quick profile on an exclusively horror fan dating site, how would you describe yourself as a horror fan and what would you want to see in a partner? Oh, I love that question. There's got to be like a horror movie dating site by now, right? There's there like one for everybody. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put it in the Discord. Horrormingle.com. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so what do you, how would you describe yourself as a horror fan and what would you want as a partner, like horror-wise, obviously, you know, like we're not going to go into dating that stuff, but. Well, I mean, the cup size has to, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we can all agree that we just don't want somebody that's going to be like a gatekeeper. I know we talked about that a few times. Like, you like what you like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely wouldn't want someone that's really into the, the extreme stuff. Like, that's not fun. Like, the rape and child stuff. Like, I don't, not for me. So someone, I'm going to have to pass on that relationship. Todd swiping. Yeah. which is which is which remember. is good I right or left i don't know i can't i don't know <laughs> i was gonna say i can't remember but i've actually like never swiped so yeah, i have yeah. no idea um so mine i would be like my little bio thing would be like um like a girl who doesn't take horror movies too seriously and i think i would say must appreciate the 90s horror because it is a genre even though no one wants to accept it and I agree with Todd I would say like if I was dating a guy who was like super into like the hardcore stuff I'd be like wow you're gonna kill me aren't you yeah we're not doing any seances or drinking pig's blood (laughs) or anything like that I mean seance is fine but no pig's blood mine would just simply say must love goats I know his would be like, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for goat. <laughs> exactly. My, if you're a witch, muscle. boner. No. A24, A24 die. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah, go. but if you put that, you might, people might think you're like your pretentious prick. Yeah, right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I, as much as I love A24, I'm totally down for like great, like cult classic movies and like, just fun times as well so yeah i'm uh yeah i'd say i'm like pretty well-rounded i guess when it comes to horror i I like everything yeah um i would say willing to try every horror movie at least once Mm. uh love to discuss (laughs) horror movies like i you know i wish i had someone i could just like talk to 
you know, other than you guys uh, to talk about horror movies as soon as I watch them. Um, so that would probably be my profile. As for what I'm looking for, it'd have to be kind of something similar, you know, just willing to try all the t- types of films, whether it's, you know, old, like 1930s, 40s, or, uh, you know, slashers or ghosts or or trauma. Like, it, you know, I, I just like to watch a little bit of everything and it'd be cool to have someone who does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Likes to I watch. would think I would also say like don't shit on a horror movie to me unless you own your own production company and you have like something in the works and all of that stuff. <laughs> so don't play or hate. Yep. Um, may I ask Joe and Sam a specific question here? Is do you all right? Let me how do I phrase this? I'm not meaning it negatively at all, but does it is it a bad thing sometimes you guys are horror fans? Or is it like you guys are different enough that it's not like oh you, we agree on every single thing all the time and it gets boring same I'll let, I'll let joe answer that first uh no i don't think it's bad like at all i think it's great like having someone like because my ex she wasn't really into horror at all um which was like fine but like it i went and did like all the horror stuff like on my own for the most part and it's great to have like a partner where you can like go to horror cons with and you can go like do like spooky things with not during the spooky season um so yeah i mean i think i think it's a great thing and i've never really i mean we have our own opinions obviously there are times i'll really enjoy a horror movie and she won't and i mean we don't fight about it we're just like we just discuss it you know so no i think it's all great I mean, unless Joe's shitting on it. And I'm like, can you relax? It's just a movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree with Joe. Like my ex, he actually did enjoy horror movies. Um, but I feel like Joe has like a wider, a broader taste and experience with horror movies that he knows more about it. Um, so if I'm just like, hey, Joe, I'm in the mood to watch this. Like, what do you recommend? And he can usually just shoot off like three movies off. And, it, of- and it's always A24. No, it better not be. <laughs> the lobster. No. <laughs> I actually don't mind. The lobster. The lobster's great. <laughs> is that serious? Yeah, yeah, she's never seen that one, actually. Oh, my God. Did you guys show <laughs> Is that? it a lobster, like, masturbating, you, like, fucking island movie? No, 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 no. It's not, it's not like that. You just have to watch. The Lighthouse. Yeah. That I'll, one's I'll not you... really a horror movie, per se. But, yeah, I guess yeah. It'd, it'd be similar to, like, a lighthouse where it's not, like, completely horror. That's another borderline. Yeah, yeah, borderline. Too, too borderline to make a top ten for me, but still mm-hmm. borderline. Right. Yeah, that one's freaky. All right. All right. Good answer, guys. I was just wondering because sometimes, like, if you like the stuff, same stuff, it gets kind of stale, but it seems like it's, you have enough no, different I think opinions. we have, we keep like our own, we have our own separate taste, and then we have like the taste together. Cool. Uh, her next question How would you rank the Perch films? Oh, you put me on the spot. How many, how many even are there? Five. <laughs> five. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, I made a list. Should we wait? Let's wait. Let's wait until the end. Right? Like oh, I'll answer I'm ready. I'm ready. Sam, go. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so I'll go first because I actually don't think I've seen the last purge or the one before. What's the one before the last oh, one? Electioneer. Electioneer, yeah. Okay, maybe I did. When? What year did that come out? 2016? Um, it's been 2016, a while. yeah. What was it about? Obviously, election year. It's like but Elizabeth. Like... Elizabeth Mitchell is like the president, and she's okay, looking maybe, to like okay, replace that one. The, the that was phone. part three, right? Yeah, election that was part year. three. Okay. Okay, so I will. I'll say one, two, three, and then I didn't see four, and then the one we're reviewing tonight is five, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming yeah. 
five will go before the last one okay. if that makes sense so, yeah so the first birch is the worst one. Oh, worst one no the first is the best reverse yeah, she it went for me from best to worst flip it uh, and reverse it <laughs> right then a song yeah <laughs> all right i got my list pulled up right now part two is my favorite uh followed by the one we're gonna review tonight and then part one election year election year and then the first purge which is so bad i think election election year is the one where it has the african-american girl that's like harassing a store owner right yep that's right yeah oh i Oh, that whole sequence is so bad. I hate it so like, much. What'd she say? She's like, I want my candy. I want my candy bar. <laughs> Shut up. Um, okay. I'm doing this right on a whim here, but I think I got this. All right. So my favorite is part two, um, which is election year, followed by, I'm sorry, anarchy. anarchy. Part two is yes. anarchy. So part two, anarchy is my favorite. And then I would throw out part three, which is election year. And then I would throw this one in here, the forever purge followed by um, the original Purge, and then the worst being the first Purge. It's not even close to with the first Purge. It's like yeah. five <laughs> points away. Yeah. Uh, so I would go Anarchy, part two, then the first, like the original Purge, then Election Year, then this one, and then Far Away, the first Purge. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what we all say about this movie uh, based off those rankings. Um, do you have any purge stuff in your collection? Nothing, just blu rays. Nope. So I have two masks that I got in like band boxes, and I have a couple uh Funko Pops, but I think that's it. So I was gonna say, I think uh, that's really all they've made merchandising wise is like masks and pops. I, and pops, I can't think yeah. of like any actual like figures or anything that's come out. So they, they got some yeah, cool masks though. Like they do have really cool masks. There's a couple that I have wanted to pick up, but I just haven't. Um, just because like I, I just don't want like I, I mainly try to focus on like figures, um, and like autographs and stuff. It's like, and I try to avoid getting into another like section, and I just feel like masks could just go down like a complete rabbit hole and i do have some masks but i try to avoid getting too many i totally get that <laughs> starting new stuff is always risky <laughs> right um her next question what are you all looking to buy this halloween season um for me definitely i think i'm gonna pick up the shorty from spirit uh killer clowns animatronic that thing looks awesome and i've seen pictures of it now like in people's homes and it looks just as good like in person so uh if i can find it i heard it's gonna be tough to find this year because uh, apparently like i heard only they're only getting like a couple per store so if i if i run into it you know we'll see uh, that's really i think the main one the main thing i want for this year yeah me too i'll try to get it but then i always hit them up when they're like 60 percent off and buy random shit anyway so that's what you gotta do todd so you gotta hit up man you got anything uh, anything drying sir um nothing in particular probably just my usual halloween home decor that i always get uh like mugs i'm pretty sure if i buy any more mugs i will probably be over 100 halloween mugs so i'm gonna i'll try not to we have i've actually done good i've been proud of myself we've seen a lot of halloween stuff and i've only purchased like a few items um but yeah maybe some blankets if they're cute enough because i already have a lot of those just like like everyday home decor but make it spooky you know 
I can see you buying like spirit socks, Sam. They always have pretty good socks. I do love, that's one of my other favorite things to buy, Todd, is uh, socks. Yep. Yeah. Did you buy the, the daily ones from last year? Like uh, the one where it's a different I didn't. one. I uh, The horror ones. The those horror were ones. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I bought them for my wife's like Christmas stocking. Oh, that's a cute idea. I love <laughs> yeah. that. I, I bought too. I bought the like the horror ones from Spirit, but they're like way too. They're basically women's like. Wait, socks. so why they haven't you given those to me yet? You can totally have them. Like they're I don't wear them anymore because oh, like they okay. they barely go past like the edge like up Your to heel? my ankle. Like it's all yeah my heel yeah. I thought you were talking like they were like knee high. So I was like. I can rock a knee high. That's fine. Joe knee-high. loves knee high socks. <laughs> Not knee highs, but you know the the high ones. I have a lot of those because of work. Like I wear boots at work, yeah. so they have to be high. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but Sam and I went. I mean, Sam and I actually went Halloween hunting uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. up. Uh, yeah, Sam, you mm-hmm. want to tell them where we went? I mean, it was nothing special. No, it wasn't. But you know, we found. <laughs> yeah, it was just like Marshalls, and I think we went to TJ Maxx, just the usual spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was checked Party out. City, but they hadn't. They're rearranging, like they're taking the mm-hmm. everyday like costumes and taking them off. About to put Halloween. The girl was uh, putting the planograms on the back of the walls, so it'll Exciting. be soon. It is getting yeah. It's starting. It's starting to show up in places. So get out there and start searching, folks. Although. None of the spirits are open yet. We drove by like four of them and none of them are open yet. So it's usually like waiting. September or something, right? Well, the yeah, like end of store, August. Yeah. Or September. Yeah, the flagship store just opened last week. So hopefully they'll start rolling them out soon. I was, I was getting worried there because the website didn't list anything in my city and the spot that usually has the spirit, like the, no one ever goes into that spot for whatever reason, uh, had no sign of life at all. And I was getting really, really worried, but this morning, uh, they finally put up the big orange banner, and I'm very thrilled about it. Hey. <laughs> it's like, thank God. Isn't uh, that just such a fun feeling? It's like, who would have known that just seeing something so simple could make your heart happy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as what I'm looking for this year, well, I'm going to buy uh, some more Spooky Town, uh, like Lee Max spooky uh, pieces town. this year. There's a Ferris wheel that uh, I want to do because I have kind of a carnival theme going on in part of it, so... I'll, I'll pick up like two or three pieces this year. Did they and ever make the Beetlejuice uh, strip club? No, they don't do uh, licensed been fun. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> That would have been fun. Yeah, no, it's all their own original designs. Um, as for Spirit Halloween, well, I just want to pad up my themed rooms. Um, so Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus. And I heard that this year they have a Haunted Mansion line. Uh, so I'm going to check that out and see what they have. But I don't know if there'll be anything I'll pick up, but definitely interested. And I, I'm also looking at maybe picking up Shorty. So looking forward to that. And her last question, leftover question from last week. Love that episode, by the way. What items remind you the most of the 90s? For me, it would be Pogs, Magic iBooks, and of course, Tamagotchis. Yes. Tama, man, Tamagotchis, is that what they're called? Yeah, those things are awesome. I, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> like i can't remember which one i bought though like were they all different animals right you could take care of i, I think, I think so yeah yeah i can't remember what i think mine was just like a simple dog or something like that <laughs> it's not the, but i know they had like dinosaurs and shit too pogs were the best though like pogs were the probably my absolute like favorite thing ever um furby slam. Get, also some slam. get some dope slammers slammers are the best man oh. do you remember see i bring this up to a lot of people and all of people remember them do you remember torpedoes 
yeah, slammers. Absolutely. <laughs> Not a lot of people remember them. And I, I owned one. Um, cause a lot of people didn't have them cause they were like ex- expensive, you know, for like children. I think they were like 20 bucks 20 or something bucks? like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of us grew up in a broken home, single parent, <laughs> yeah. Joe, right, sorry. Exactly. Um, but they were, they were pretty damn cool. Tim's they were trying like, to get the dark in there. <laughs> we'll, we'll do, do a uh, Google search on them. They were, they were pretty fun, but... What about Furbies? No Furby love? I was going to say Furby uh, was I fucking uh, those things were scary, dude. When they woke up at two in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> like play with me. Yeah. That, but uh, yeah, I think what was that other thing? Beanie babies? Oh, oh, babies. Yeah. That was super popular at that time too. I never, I never got, in, the only thing I got into was Pogs and remember Cracker Jacks, man. That was fucking, you would get the little ring or you get a little temporary tattoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that fun. fun. Yeah. I was obsessed with um, Polly Pocket. Polly mm. Pocket was like my fucking jam. And then I also was obsessed with Lisa Frank. Pogs were cool too. And then I remember I had a Tamagotchi and one time in school it had like broken off of my backpack. And so I accidentally kicked it and it goes through the hall and then everyone else starts kicking it and it becomes a game. And I had to act like that little Tamagotchi was not mine. And everyone's like, who's Tamagotchi? I was like, oh, nerd, whoever Tamagotchi that belongs to. And I was so sad. I was like, wow, I really love my Tamagotchi. Wow. The animal was like, Sam? I know. Like, I'm hungry, Sam. I know. Todd, I thought about it for the longest time. I was so sad. You, you know what the saddest thing is? All those animals are dead. <laughs> yep, they, they, they certainly are. <laughs> yep, all the Furbies never woke up. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. The, the thing that reminds me of the most of the 90s, I don't know if you guys had this. It was a huge thing here for like two months, and then everybody had them, and then nobody had them. That was devil sticks. Do you guys remember those? It was oh, like these two sticks that you held in your hand like drumsticks kind of and this giant like kind of stick with little things on the top and you just like spin them around and shit i don't know oh. I, I have to send oh. you, i'll send you guys a picture yeah. and they were so popular here like everybody did devil sticks for like one summer and then <laughs> they disappeared from the face of the earth i've never seen one wow. in the wild since then god knows where the fuck they went but did, did your guys' schools like go through a yo-yo phase? And I was gonna say that was my other thing. People loved yo-yos yeah. in the nineties. It was like a huge thing. We had an assembly one time with like a professional or whatever, and then we all had to buy us ten dollar yo-yos, and we were all oh walking the gosh. dog at recess and stuff. Oh, Todd! <laughs> walking the Ooh, dog. I got one more. You guys remember? Joe probably had these the skate shoes that had a uh, what's it called? Soaps. You would jump on the curb and slide around like a skateboard grease or whatever. Oh, that's oh fine. they were shoes. They were shoes. What were they called? What, like heel, like not like heelys, that, right? Like that came later. And that came later. later. It was like yeah. skateboard wax, but it was built into the bottom of your Ooh, shoe. You jump in. I know. I don't grind. remember that. Oh, actually, really? that's pretty that was cool. Huge. Yeah. yeah, everyone had to have them. <laughs> I got no, I one. Did you guys ever have creepy crawlies? Like oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's awesome. Creepy crawlies. Mm-hmm. Fun. And then the we've talked about this on the show before, but the fee, the male version of Polly Pocket, which was uh, Mighty Max. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so thank you, Mandy, for the questions. Next up is Queso Conqueso. If the purge happened in real life, would you stay in or go out and commit crime? If crime, what crime would you commit? Man, who? you'd be fucking a nut to go out there man like it's just like a death sentence like i i can't i can't even think like the people who actually like when i was watching this movie today like i was like you're just like asking to die like i guess you just don't give a fuck you're just like eh, if i die i die i guess 
But um, yeah, no, I absolutely would lock myself in or do what these people did and go pay people to protect me. Um, if I did go out though, it'd be petty crimes. Like I'd be like, oh man, I could use like a new 80 inch TV. Like, so let me go do Would some you looting. risk your life for it though? No, hell no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's like Black Friday just with guns. Right. Um, well, I think like if you these movies desperately try to be deep even though they're pretty superficial but the whole point like some a lot of the victims are like helpless people like homeless or immigrants or whatever you want like social class stuff so they're getting hunted by elites or whatever but um definitely when it i don't need to kill anybody so i'm not going out for that um but i would definitely cap out on the roof and if anyone's coming close it's uh, they're getting shot so i would do that i would actively defend but not hide behind a wall because you can get like burned out that'd be a fear too so i'm gonna just Molotov cocktails your house you're fucked mm-hmm. so I would go hide in a tree I'm telling you no one's looking in a tree for someone That's true or the sewer I guess Just, the like, sewer too yeah that's what I told Joe when we were watching the tonight's review I was like I would spend all year because everyone's just cooking dinner enjoying a glass of wine purge starts tomorrow I'm like why are these people not freaking out I would be digging a hole and hiding in it great point and I cannot stand that each of these movies purge is happening in 10 minutes and people are still don't know what to do like, why, why are we scrambling, guys? We should be mm-hmm. hunkered down for, like, two days at least before this. Like, you need to use all of your paid vacation two <laughs> yeah. weeks prior to purge night and, like, let's go. And I was telling Joe that. I was like, I don't get it. And he's like, well, you got to understand, like, they do this every year, so they're just used to it. I'm like, no. You think you're not going to die, but you could. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just, like, go on vacation to Canada for the couple days because they don't have the purge, so. Right. Do that. Yeah. You guys can come over. Just American thing. <laughs> Watch TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, same thing with me. If like if I were to commit a crime, because I'd stay home and be like, I'd be downloading all the movies that like I'm not allowed to download on regular time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Switch that, your that, VPN to America and watch yeah, American yeah, exactly. Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'd be watching fucking American Netflix, is basically what I would do. <laughs> 12 hours straight. <laughs> yep. I'd have a list going, like ready all year, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely what I would do. Um, next question is from Devin Hunt Singer. Would you purge in a group or by yourself? And in a group, who would be your purge buddy? So let's say a fictional. Which horror person would you like to purge with if you had to pick one? Ash. No doubt. I think Ash would screw you over, though, if he had a chance. <laughs> he probably would, yeah. He would definitely leave you behind. I'm going, <laughs> what uh, about Jason? Can control Jason, though? What do you mean? Like, I mean, just, stay behind, just stay behind him yeah well, well what if you tra- but can you control him like he doesn't kill you though oh uh, yeah but yeah. i think if he sees you also killing people then he might <laughs> you didn't I don't think that that's about actually Freddy. a good question that's a good question because we've never seen that before right like oh, if Jason's- oh yeah i guess so and he still came after freddie right yeah. well he was mad because freddie was like stealing his kills right or whatever that's true. um i would get rick grimes from walking dead because he's a great guy and he's resourceful it's a great one or shane from season one before he goes crazy he's really good too i'm going with rick too because then when the night really tenses up oh look at each other's eyes and you're like we could die tonight he just slips it in (laughs) oh my talking about the tongue joe the tongue i'm gonna give you the coral where's that tongue going coral what's going on that tongue do 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> i always hate that in movies especially horror movies when they're like fighting for like three days straight and then they bang i'm like ew wait like what movie any movie like when they're out in the woods hiking or they're running around I, there's this one movie called stung where there's like giant wasps or whatever and mm-hmm. the climax is like every wasp exploding on them like just gunk and then they bang afterwards Ew. like oh that's yuck yeah <laughs> Todd, a gross <laughs> come over here sam <laughs> <laughs> on my way rick on my way all right in your um, room, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just bring trash. I mean, you know, I might die, but at least I'll die having fun. So, oh, I thought you meant trash, trash for a little while. Like, no, no. <laughs> um, I mean, if <laughs> I was gonna say, if we're, if we're get, if we can get ridiculous here and like you can like they don't attack you, I mean, why not like Godzilla or like King Kong or something like that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just ride God's ride the back of Godzilla and just fucking. <laughs> I, I think Godzilla is good on a massive scale, yeah. but one little guy will probably slip through Godzilla's like grass and <laughs> yeah. kill you. Well, <laughs> King Kong is pretty good because he he does like look out for single people, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, King Kong would be the better choice in that particular. I mean, scenario. you just have to learn just learn sign language. Sign language, good. yep. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right. Next question is from Rise Horror Corner. Would any of you participate in the purge? And if so, what would you dress up as? I 100% would, but wouldn't kill anyone unless they came after me. I'd be more into robbing places. I know this is a typical answer, but I'd dress up as Michael Myers. Ooh, how cool would Can it be you? if they could lose that stuff, though? Like license stuff? That'd be so Yeah, cool. that'd be fun. Because there'd be like, like a million of them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just imagine all the horror fans that mm-hmm. are purging that would dress up as their favorite killer. That'd be it, a cool purge it, party. It would be like awesome the South party. Park episode where everyone's a Chewbacca. <laughs> like, <laughs> or The Office when they're all the Joker. You know, everyone yeah. has the same cool costume. Oh my God, there'd be so many Jokers out there. Oh yeah, it'd be crazy. Every girl would be Harley Quinn for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Heath, oh. Heath, Heath Ledger Jokers, I feel like oh, would be the most popular one, definitely. Um, what would I dress up as? I mean, I'm just looking at like what I actually have in my apartment. And you know what? I'm going to go out as Pinhead. I think Pinhead Ooh. would be a nice, good, scary one. Yeah. Um, I'm just going tactical, man. I got your, you know, your tactical vest and you got ammo and you're ready to go. Hunkering down. I think I would go somewhat tactical maybe a vest, but then I would be like some kind of jack-o'-lantern girl. Or you can or just cosplay would... Buffy. Oh, that'd be fun. Or I would dress up like Danny from Hocus Pocus and then people would think I'm innocent, but then I would go psycho on them. That's only if I wanted to purge though, but my scared bitch ass is hiding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I'd be with her. I'd be no, I know, I know, right, I know I'd be right with her. The way it sounded didn't sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> Based on Joe's last answers, he would probably kill himself before he right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, because that's only for like twelve hours. So at least you know. If like, anyone's protecting okay anyone, it's me protecting Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I I wouldn't go um, mask because man. Just breathing in those things is just a pain in the ass. Um, but wear your mask outside. I'm not talking about that kind of mask. I'm talking about <laughs> Halloween masks. Uh, so I just paint my face probably. Uh, you know, I do something kind of like the crow or something. Just something cool. That'd be sweet. Yeah. 
all right. Next question is from uh, I think it's symbiotic. I think it's Eric. I'm not sure. Maybe he changed it. Symbiotically, uh, symbiotically geeky. Yeah, but he changed it to just Sim G. So oh. <laughs> just assuming it's him. Uh, I don't know if I would kill anybody, but I may strategically torture a few all night. Then the way they saw me after the purge, they would have some PTSD that could use in my favor. I think he's just replying to the uh, other one before. That's pretty dark, Eric. <laughs> yeah, seriously, eh? Damn. Um, next one's from Chuck, Captain Amazing 85. What city would you want to purge in? Ooh. I mean, I'm not purging, guys. Come on. All right. Yeah. But I, I, Hypothetically, I, I, if you were a psychopath and you wanted to kill people, where would you purge at? Hypothetically right. speaking. Hypothetically speaking, I guess I, I feel like New York City would probably be like the craziest probably and maybe the most fun if that's the right word for it um i don't know but now i'm trying to think like where would be like a cool like horror site or something like that like i guess like la because then you can go like buy like the nightmare on elm street house and like the myers house like in your like myers gear and like well, salem, salem, salem would be crazy mm-hmm. yeah i mean salem would be fun yeah for yeah. sure i'm what about vegas oh yeah vegas would be cool yeah I don't know. It's, you know, probably California. Like, if you want to get crazy with it, like, go back to, like, remember me in third grade, motherfucker. Like, do oh, that shit. stuff. Oh, I like real that. Deep. Yeah. That's kind of like the plot to part two, right? Where he wants to avenge his son. So, I'm going to go Vegas, too. That, that's a good answer. I like, uh, you know, it'd be all in the lights and shit and just mm-hmm. doing that. Speaking of New York, imagine, imagine uh, Patrick Bateman in The Purge, man. Oh yeah, that'd be crazy. Gosh, he would act like he would rescue you, and all the girls would swoon (laughs) to him. But then it's like, oh hell. Yeah, that'd be a much better American Psycho two than the one we got. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Um, All right, his next question: weapon of choice for both perching and defending. Ooh, um, flamethrower. Oh, I like that. So but how long up. how long can I carry around the flamethrower without it running out of gas? Well, I mean, it seems like they have unlimited or ammo in this movie, so I'm assuming you have unlimited ammo. Yeah. <laughs> um, going very technical here. I'm doing M16A4 assault rifle oh with an M203 grenade launcher. Oh, geez. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's my loadout in the army. And... Uh, Doing a 38 caliber revolver, snub nose as your last resort weapon. And then let's go machete on the side. You can never go wrong. Ooh. No, actually, you got to go hatchet because hatchet can use for multiple things. Hmm. That's multiple weapons, though, Todd. I don't think, I think they said just one weapon. Oh, one weapon, the M16. All right. Yeah, that, that's a good That's a good choice. You know, having this all rifle is just. Yeah, not the AR 15, not the civilian model. Right. Military. <laughs> Uh, all right, next question. Piggybacking off Rye's question, what petty crime would you commit? I think I already answered mine. I would get American Netflix and watch horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is, no, knowing you, you get like American Tubi. What? <laughs> no, actually, Tubi is the same Tubi. in Canada and the US. So oh, is it? cool. it's the only one that uh, that's weird. We share the same movies. Huh? Um, I'm still in horror shirts, man, because they're too expensive. Like 30 bucks a shirt is way too pricey, so I'm still in horror shirts. Can I just take money, like cash? Yeah, sure. I'm doing that. 
I'll imagine the banks would be defended pretty well. Huh? They do, and uh, yeah. I believe I believe it was the one of the purge movies. They talked about how they pull the banks out of all the money, uh, all the money out of all the banks, and like put them in like a. Well, I would do like stores. Okay. Well, yeah, gas had, stations. Most of the store owners got the shock, you know, shock them. Protecting yeah, you, you'd have to go to like, a, you can't go to a mom and pop because they'll protect it. But if you right. go to like a mass store where no one gives a shit, like the 18 mm-hmm. year old manager does not care about his Walmart, you know? <laughs> so that, that's right, probably yeah. what you wanted to hit. Okay, well, fine. I'll just go around to all the dead bodies and steal their wallets and take their credit cards. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like that. Yeah. I mean, if I was into that. Oh yeah, <laughs> but oh, yeah, exactly. We're all home and not working. So, uh, and his last question, Sam: Should we be enjoying Tex-Mex type food for this movie? Mm. No, Mexican. Let's just go full on Mexican food. All right, I like it. Mm-hmm. What, what's what's your, spe- uh, specific? Yeah, what Mexican dish do you like? Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with tacos. I love tacos. I also like tostadas. I like enchiladas. Give me a good rice and bean combo. I'm telling you, you got to get tacos de lengua. It'll change your life. But yeah. A crunchy taco or a soft taco? Soft taco. Taco de lengua, for all the Mexican listeners out there, is the best meat, period, for right. uh, for tacos. I don't know if they'd have them in Massachusetts, so it's kind of like a Southern thing. Uh, I don't think they do. And I recommend Taco Shop in Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> if you're looking for a mystery a mystery meat mixture taco shop is the bomb so like mice and i recommend (laughs) i recommend a a small chain establishment um taco bell yes thank you oh my god don't you just insulted all this get the nacho get the nacho pack (laughs) taco fucking gives you the shits taco bell man Uh, all right next question from zomboy if you would have a purge playlist, what would be oh. your number one song pick to purge to? Any genre? Man, these questions are amazing. Uh, I would go Slayer, Slayer, Raining Blood. Going uh, Cindy Lopper. Girls <laughs> just want to have fun. Oh, and I'm just fun. bumping it the whole time. Um, I'm going with Doja Cats. It's either Bitch Boss or Boss Bitch. I don't know which one it is, but it's also on the soundtrack of Birds of Prey, and it's amazing. My daughter likes that artist. All right. I'll go Du Hast by Ramstein. Oh, nice. <laughs> du Hast. Yeah, that's how Triple X. Oh, gosh. The first scene is. I saw that movie in the theater, unfortunately. <laughs> they go to a Ramstein concert and kill like the traditional James Bond. <laughs> Who gets on the fact. stage of all things. Yeah, exactly. Dumbass. <laughs> Fun fact about Ramstein, they're actually banned from playing in Massachusetts because the lead singer pulled out uh, a dildo on stage and like fake pissed over the whole on the whole audience and he got arrested for it. And now they're not allowed to play in the state. Yeah, this this was like 20 years ago when this happened. But yeah, they, they're not allowed to. I was, supposed, I was supposed to see them. They opened for like System of a Down and Slipknot like way back in like 2001 and they refused to let them play. That's in, crazy. In the state, yeah. You should uh, look up Austrian Death Machine. Um, it's all Arnold Schwarzenegger themed death metal. It's, it's really good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Got like Predator. <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. It's good stuff. Have you ever heard? Steve's the, writing it yeah. down. I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> have you? I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard the uh, Ned Flanders death metal band, right? Oakley Dokley. 
Oh, is that a real oh thing? God. Yeah, they're all dressed like Ned Flanders and they're like death That's metal. Funny. It's awesome, yeah. And then there's another, uh, I don't know if they're death metal, but they're a metal band, but they're called the Tony Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza. <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head, but I went down a rabbit hole the other day with Steven Seagal. And have you ever uh, listened to him sing? No. It's the funniest shit of all time. Like Steven Seagal is like a joke and his art, he's like an R&B singer on the side. It's so funny. I love when random ass people put out albums like <laughs> the Macho Man Randy Savage rap album. Oh my god, that's it's, awesome. It's the worst, but it's so bad that it's like funny, you know? Yeah, that's great. Uh, what about you, Sam? Did you say uh, your choice? My music person? Mm-hmm. I did. I said Doja Cat. All right. Okay, cool. She's a really good softball player. Fun fact. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Who? Random. Macho Man? Doja Cat. Doja Cat? A softball player? Yeah, I was watching Celebrity Softball before the All-Star game, and she was pretty good. Oh, she was on really? there? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Uh, and to lighten the mood a little bit to uh, a non-purge question from Weezerface, uh, forgot to ask this last week. Is it allowed? Of course it is. Who's your ultimate 90s celebrity crush? Oh, that's Jennifer Love Hewitt. That was my go-to, too, right away, Joe, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. if there's something else. I had her poster on my wall. It was a party of five poster, oh, actually. Classic. But it was like it was the only one I could find that when I was out, I was out like the store and they had the Jennifer Lefield party of five poster. But yeah, she was always my go to. Oh, so. uh, Lucy Lawless, easily. He's oh, gonna yeah. Warrior Princess, man. Yep. Oh, my. That like oh. awakened me sexually, honestly. <laughs> the 90, the TV show? Yeah. My God, Todd, she's like a lot of woman. I love that. She's, she's amazing. She's yeah. a tough woman. She's hot. Yep. And then. To grow up to watch Spartacus when she's like completely naked, and I'm like, oh my oh. god, like ten year old Todd would love this. Well, thirty wow. year old Todd loves it too, but it's good stuff. Okay, um, I had many. I I enjoyed crushing on the on the celebrity boys. Um, I'm gonna go with Devin Sawa because I remember he was in a movie called um, Now and Then. And there's a scene where he ends up going like skinny dipping and the girls take his clothes and he like is running and he has a towel around him. and He like slowly bends down to pick up his clothes. And I remember I used to always try to pause it to see if I could see his wiener and I would just rewind and pause, rewind and pause. I never got to see anything, but little Devin saw. <laughs> Has he ever gone? I was a little too Wasn't a creep. I don't think so. Well, you got to Google it now. Devin Sawa Dong. Does Mr. Skin do men too? I have no idea. I never looked at the naked dude. They should. I'm sure Did, they uh, do, yeah. Was Devin Sawa the guy that was like in those soccer movies? No. That that uh, was um, was that? He might have that, that's been the guy in... from oh, that was, that was Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh he, he killed himself, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. 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 What was the name of that movie, though? Soccer movies. Uh, Ladybugs. Ladybugs. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of what's the other one with uh, the little guy from um, Sandlot? You're thinking of the Big Green. Oh, no. Little Shop of Horror? No. Yeah. The oh, guy. Little Giants? Oh, you're thinking Little Giants? Little Giants has football. Yeah. Oh, little Giants. Yeah. Football. I thought Devin yeah. was in that movie, though, I think. He is. He plays the the rival quarterback that quarterback, crush, yeah, crush G, uh, yeah, junior, right? Yep. Oh, and Joshua Jackson though from Mighty Ducks. Like, I thought he was so fucking cute. I was like, oh my gosh. Casper <laughs> um, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as for me, uh, realistically, 
<laughs> speaking in now and then and Casper <laughs> was uh Christina Ricci. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because she was my age and just like that would have been like my realistic choice. But if you looked at uh, young Steve's uh, bedroom when I was a kid, there was two girls that I was super crushing on and I had posters of both of them. And that was Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy. Ladies, Just... man, I fucking told you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bought Jay, their... Their dual play- <laughs> I bought their dual Playboy issue where oh uh, it was a reverse cover like one side is Jenny McCarthy one side is Pamela Anderson wow and I-, I was in love that's like we're talking like ninety six probably that's amazing I'm sure you got the VHS release of uh, Tommy Lee Jones and wait it's not Tommy Lee Jones it's, not- <laughs> no, it's really not oh, yeah. Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones <laughs> who was it Tommy something just Tommy Lee Tommy, Tommy Lee <laughs> Tommy Jones, I mean, that's great too. Let's get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you must have got the bootleg version. Because, uh, <laughs> I'm like, what is this? It's just the fugitive playing over and over again. Right? Like, oh <laughs> my god. Yeah, good times. That's great. All right, uh, and that is all the questions we have. So thank you everybody for asking them. And now, actually, today on Hundred Days of Halloween is favorite small biz. And oh, speaking yeah. of small biz, a word from Deadly Grounds Coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. All right, what watched? Yes. Who wants to start? I'll start because I don't really have anything. Um, But I wanted to update Todd on where I'm at and how I'm feeling about um, Jack Ketchum's The Off Season. So I'm doing the I'm doing the audio book. Don't don't hate on me. But is it a good actor? Because sometimes I can kill it for me. uh, No, it's great. He does like he does all of their voices. It's really good. Sometimes like when he's talking about the sexual stuff, I'm like, I wonder if he has a boner right now. Um, just, a normal, just a normal thing you would think about anyway. So I was listening to it last night. I think I'm on like chapter six or seven I'm going really slow on it, but I was enjoying it. And then I went to bed. I was like, Oh, I want to try to listen to this. Um, and by the way, Joe and Todd kind of reviewed this. They did like a mini review on this book a few weeks ago and it sounded horrifying. So I wanted to check it out. Um, so anyways, I was laying in bed and it's the point where the couple was having sex and like they broke into the cabin and they took one girl out and, um, now everyone's like trying to like get ready to prepare and they're boiling the water to throw on these like hills have eyes kind of people. Um, but then they started getting the story about like someone was beating up the dog and I was just like, oh, okay, this is enough. Like it was just kind of making my stomach hurt. And then they were talking about how one of the girls was getting scalped and I was like, maybe I should turn this off before I'm going to bed, but I'll, I'll pick back up on it. Yeah, you're, you're getting into scary. the meat right now. Yeah. yeah. It kind of did lose me when he was going, he was talking about like each person, like what they were doing that Saturday and like you get to know them and stuff like that. And like the relationship where one guy is, I think he's dating a sister, but then he secretly wants the other sister. I don't know. But anyways, it's good so far. Nice. Yeah, you're going to listen to some weird shit soon. All right. All right. Um, Yeah. 
Um, hope you like up. hope you like barbecue. It's coming up. Soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, my first one is House of the Dead Two from two thousand five, direct sequel to House of the Dead One. Even though it's nothing to do with the original movie, thank God. Uh, not directed by Ubol this time. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, this came out like Sci-Fi Pictures direct to their you know Friday night movie or whatever. Um, it's a lot better than the first one. It's still not a good movie, but they take themselves very seriously where they try to make like they try to make a good movie right even with their low budget shortcomings or shortfalls whatever um so really cool gore uh it's well acted given that they have a lot of low budget actors um so i appreciate that like they took the stupid ass first one and then tried to do a serious zombie movie and this is like during the height of zombies 2005 so they uh they tried you know they didn't nail it out of the park but it's still pretty good and it has said egg in it who plays a demented doctor who starts a zombie outbreak and he plays a zombie too a little bit later and it's always nice seeing Sid because he was just a big ass dude really cool really nice and RIP so House of the Dead 2 I don't recommend it but it's better than part one all righty uh, I'll go next um Sam can jump in on this too because it's really all I got this week um but we watched uh American Horror Stories which is the new anthology based television series over on FX on Hulu uh, it's I don't believe it's on FX like I think it's just exclusively on Hulu uh, but yeah so let's start off with the first uh story here um this one is uh, a return to murder house basically um it's about um these uh two dads and their daughter they uh head to murder house because the dads bought it and they want to turn it into a uh, bed and breakfast because of obviously all of the crime and mystery that's happened there and uh their young daughter basically um She's kind of like, uh, she's like super into like torture and like, cause like at one point they're like, oh, we saw like you were like, we're looking at this like really like weird porn, like on your computer. That's like kind of concerns us. Uh, so I guess it's like sadomasochism type shit. She's like really into, um, and basically like the ghosts start coming out and kind of like provoking her and whatnot. Um, and she's also dealing with bullying at, uh, her high school and stuff like that. And yeah, just basically the murder house kind of takes over like her and, you know, it's, it's very similar to season one in a lot of ways, a lot of the same beats. Um, but you know, overall, I didn't think it was a bad episode. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I thought my understanding was that she didn't get into that stuff until she found the, latex suit in the house no, and then she the was into it previously she was yeah because the dad sit her down and they were like talking to her about like how they found this porn on her computer and stuff like that and this was like after she found the suit though yeah but she was into that before she found the suit like that's why she was excited when she saw the suit she puts oh, that okay. leather suit on that obviously iconic leather suit that we see in the mm -hmm. first season of murder house and stuff yeah so um with like her dad her dad's it's kind of like the same um oh how do i say this like joe said it was like the same beat kind of like her dads are very like they love each other but then they also have their issues in their relationship but then they love her they love their daughter so it's very much like the couple from the murder house like the mom and dad and then of course the girl that's in the house she finds this ghost and the girl is kind of like um 
she's kind of like a bad girl. She's very tough and she ends up like crushing on her. And it's kind of just the opposite of how um, Evan Peterson and uh, Violet were, I guess. So I, this was probably, I don't know. It was okay. I didn't really care for this episode, but what do I know? I want to know. Except for it was about, it was around Halloween. So I did appreciate that. Is there some ghost activity in your room there, Steve? It's it's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Steve always sounds disappointed. It's not a ghost. (laughs) It's not a ghost, sadly. It's not a ghost, unfortunately. I I can't charge admission if there's no ghost. Um. All right, my first movie is a 2021 film I watched over on Shudder, and it's called The Funeral Home. Uh, it's a movie from Argentina. In this one, a man uh, who's a funeral director lives with his wife and his stepdaughter, and in the funeral home, when the dead people go there, their ghosts remain there. So it's like super haunted, and there are a bunch of ghosts kind of walking around. So... Um, For some super fucking strange reason, which I don't think they ever explained, or at least I missed it, uh, they tend to only haunt them when they go to the bathroom at night. So they can't go to the bathroom at night, so they have to like shit in buckets in their room, or the ghost (laughs) might come after them for some super strange reason. Just poop at like five o'clock, you're good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. anyway. Um, So anyway, so the daughter has to go to the bathroom, so she does, and then she starts seeing a ghost, which leads her to go into this kind of... uh, trying to figure out what's going on in this house and how to deal with the ghosts and stuff, which brings out a bad ghost and then a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, it was a cool premise. It was cool to see the ghosts. I like the idea that the ghosts stay in the funeral home with them and stuff, but it really takes a kind of bad turn midway through the film. It just becomes kind of stupid and really like just, I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on in certain parts of this movie and the climax wasn't all that great. So uh, it was an okay film, but overall I'd say I passed on this one. So that's The Funeral Home over on Shutter. Are you all caught up on the uh, Your Own Backyard? I think you were, huh? Yeah, yep. Are you following the uh, Instagram post from the guy? I'm following him on Instagram, but I don't ever see his stuff. What's the update? Uh, He's in the courtroom like every day. (gasps) He like writes about like what's going on um a real th- weird thing happened though paul flores is calling scott peterson you guys remember who that was who what? killed his wife and unborn baby calling him as a witness and i'm like everyone's like what the fuck so that's gonna be interesting um what yeah it's it's uh, it's escalating for sure oh my gosh so uh, like are they showing any videos or any sharing any audio yet from it like no they're not allowed to so they can't so we can't even we can't even tell like what it's leaning towards and like how it's going well you only get like the summary that i forget his name uh does but i think when they go to like the criminal trial right when they have a jury they're allowed to record it okay but i don't think they can do it right now so scott peterson yeah of all people i guess allegedly he was at a party too with kristen i think they might try to pin something on him i don't know don't you dare yeah no way anyway (laughs) i'll have to look into it yeah check it out um this one is a super rare french film from 1983 called ograf also known as the mad mutilator um it was the the backstory of this and it was super interesting to me like there was this video store owner in france um, really into horror movies in the 80s and he decided to make his own horror movie with his friends so extremely low budget just what they can do themselves right so the plot doesn't make sense um 
you'll just have like one character killing a random person, then they're running through the woods, find another one, and so on and so on. Um, there's like maybe 10 lines spoken throughout the whole movie. But it's like super creepy because the low budgetness of it makes it kind of looks like a snuff film because it was shot on uh, eight millimeter film uh, transferred to video and transferred to Blu-ray. So it's like terrible quality. Um, but like since so much of it is silence, it almost looks like someone's filming their own murders because some of the kills actually look pretty good. Um, there's some trigger shit in this, like they show a kid getting killed and I mean, they cut away obviously, but then they show like real meat being chopped up and it's pretty gruesome. Um, the movie's fucking crazy though. It's essentially about a serial killer in the woods, kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he kills anyone he can get his hands on. But then zombies show up at one point. And then the final thing, when one of the girls gets away, she's picked up by a priest who turns out to be a vampire. So it goes fucking crazy from slasher to zombies to vampire. I loved it. It was not a great movie, but it had so much heart in it because this guy was doing it with no budget. And they went all out and they went for it. So I appreciate them making their own uh, stamp on time. So 1983, Ogroff, I had to buy it from Canada because it's a French import. So fun fact for Steve. All righty. Um, my next one uh, is another American Horror Stories episode, um, episode which is episode three. Um, episodes one and two was actually like that one story we just talked about it was a double episode um this one is just uh your single hour long episode uh which is titled drive-in um for those of you who have seen john carpenter's cigarette burns from masters of horror this one might sound very familiar to you um because this one is about a forbidden film and basically um this movie theater gets a hold of this film that was shown uh one time and basically when it was shown Everyone in the theater went crazy and, and killed each other. Uh, and the drive, this drive-in theater gets a hold of it, and they hold uh, a screening. So um, our two main characters, this uh, you know young teenage couple, uh, go to the drive-in. And lo and behold, the same exact thing happens where basically the entire uh, drive-in gets like possessed. And they basically turn into demons, um, very reminiscent of demons, of course, uh, for those of you who have seen that movie. Um, so it's kind of like cigarette burns meets uh, demons, and then they survive the night, and then they have to... Oh, this episode also stars Adrian Barbeau um, for you horror fans, which was kind of cool to see her in here. Um, but yeah, and then uh, basically they survive the night, and then they go looking for uh, the director of this movie um, to destroy, looking to destroy like the other copies of this film because there's supposed to be other showings uh, at other theaters and whatnot. Um, and yeah, that's it for this one. Uh, overall, this one was like a lot of fun, actually. Um, I just wish that they focused more on like the drive-in theater stuff because like that stuff like is like the first half of the episode and then the last second half is a lot weaker, I thought. Um, I wish they focused more on, on the first part because that, that part was really, really fun. Um, but overall, this one was decent. This one actually was my favorite so far out of the stories that we've seen. Um, I thought the couple, they did great in acting and it was just really fun to watch them. And the point, the reason why they go to the drive-in to see this movie that has such like, um, I guess like, don't go see it, right? So he's wanting to have sex with his girlfriend, but she's just not really ready to get there. And his friend's like, you gotta like, 
get her scared. Like once you get girls scared, then they kind of let their guard down and then they'll get hot and bothered and let you like have sex with them. So he's like, you got to take them to this movie, to this movie or whatever. So that's why they go. Um, but it's good. Cause it's like entertaining and it has a lot of horror references in it. And I just loved it. I thought it was fun. And the director is played by John Carl Lynch twisty of twisty fame um so yeah they bring back a lot of characters naomi grossman is also mm-hmm. in this episode as well so you see a lot in the first episode we didn't mention had uh what's his name sam matt bomber is that his oh, name yep. yeah yeah who was in uh the last season i think of american horror Story. so you it's see a lot of like few, yeah yeah a lot of the same characters from the show plus some other horror actors like episode four which we'll talk about next week had uh danny trejo in it um so yeah you see a lot of uh kind of like uh, along the lines of a creep show but I would probably take a creep show over this so far. Um, my last one this week is a 2020 film that I watched over on Crave, which is a Canadian uh, a streaming service, and that is Freaky. So this one stars Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. So in this one, Catherine Newton plays a high school uh, girl. She's very like innocent, you know, like a kind of goody two shoe girl, and she's hanging out with her friends and stuff. And she gets stabbed by a serial killer, played by Vince Vaughn who found this like kind of ceremonial knife uh, during a previous um, killing spree and he stabs her with it, which causes them to switch bodies for 24 hours. And if uh, she can't stop the curse from happening, then they switch bodies forever. So it's a very interesting, kind of like Freaky Friday, but with a horror twist, Uh, you know, it's cool to see kind of Vince Vaughn uh, playing the serial killer and then, kind of a teenage girl, you know, uh, and then seeing the teenage girl kind of playing a serial killer. Uh, it's an interesting movie. I like the play on the Freaky Friday uh, storyline. Uh, Vince Vaughn is really great in this. Like, I love when he's kind of the the teenage girl and the stuff he does to kind of prove that he's um, a teenage girl and not the serial killer is really uh, hilarious. And the kills are a fucking highlight in this movie. Uh, They're so unique and really fucking brutal, like way more brutal than I expected. And honestly, I had a ton of fun watching this. I thought it was a great ride. And uh, yeah, it's a great film. And honestly, I would highly recommend it. So if you can find it on a streaming service near you, I would would watch it. So that's uh, Freaky from 2020. I wish it was 2021. It would have been in my, it would have been my top, my first one this year. It came it's out so like good. late December 2020. So yeah. Yeah. didn't it make any of our lists? Had any of us it, seen it? It made, I think it made my honorable mention. Okay. I think it, it made mine. I hope. Mm-hmm. I think it made yours, Sam's too? top. It made us, it might quite possibly made Sam's top 10. Cause I know we watched it in late December before the list came out. And yeah, uh, it was great though. Yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to look at my list. I don't remember. It would have been low, like low on the list, but it might've made, it might've creeped in and like, between eight and ten yeah it was a fun movie you know yep is it worth 14.96 on amazon i think so i'd wait personally (laughs) because if if it's streaming in canada then it'll probably stream in the u.s not streaming in the u.s i think so i'd wait (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean i'd wait too but (laughs) what it's 15 dollars come on make it a friday night make it a it's a a lot of fun it's a lot of fun but Todd didn't like um, Happy Death Day, and it's from the same director. But yeah, this one, I liked Freaky 
better than Happy Death Day. I did, yeah. Day. I didn't like Happy Death Day either. I loved Happy Death Day. I really Day, liked though, Freaky, but, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's because the kills are more like the way more yeah, brutal and freaky I was than not Happy Death them. Day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're they're similar in tone, I would say. I mean, if you like Vince, you like Vince Vaughn, Todd, right? Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. Then, yeah, I would say watch this then for sure. So out of the uh, directors' movies that I watched, Happy Death Day, I hate and Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, I hated too. So <laughs> not stacking up well, but maybe, I'm gonna try. Maybe wait try. on the maybe wait then. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you'll like this one though, Todd. I'll buy it for you, Todd. <laughs> after I get paid on payday, <laughs> send it. All right. I actually have. I thought of you the other day because I got one of the last fright crates because they had a House of Thousand Corpses theme. Which took two months to get here, which maybe that's part of the why they're it's like not the last open. of their box, right? I think they have one more after this, but this one I ordered in April. Oh, wow. And it's, yeah. Um, but I got like a Bride of Frankenstein pen. I'm like, I don't really need this, but let me say I'm like it. Oh. So, yeah. How was cool the box box. Overall? It was what was good, the box overall? It was good, man. Well, it how was. was it was a shirt. Uh, Corpses oh, cool. a shirt. And then Angela from uh, Demon, Night of the Demons, was a like mini bust, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Oh, you have it's to a good, It's a, a good photo. service. Yeah. It's a really good service. I wonder what happened. But... Probably it's a good I think service. They just it's what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, they, if it's a good service, usually their profits are low, so they can't yeah. sustain it. Oh, that's mm. too bad. Yeah. That's why there's like hardly any horror boxes, sub boxes. They're anymore. pretty much all gone. A lot of them. Are. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I can't even think. What's even there? Just um, sandbox. I think that I can think of. There's there's probably others, but there's not a ton. That was another phase. That that's when we in a few in like twenty years we'll be like, remember the twenty tens? Yeah. What do you remind me of the twenty tens? Mystery boxes. Yeah. (laughs) You would spend fifty bucks hoping you might get something you like. Right. (laughs) Something that you liked. (laughs) Exactly. First one I ever got was Box of Dread. That's what I remember that one. Uh, mine was horror block. Yeah, horror block. Was horror block yeah. They all they all went extremely downhill. After, oh yeah, like, by the end because so, they yeah. want to make profit, so they're putting absolute yeah. shit in it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I would say that personally, I think Bandbox is getting better and better, and have for That's the good. last like year and a bit. Like their autographs are getting pretty legit. Like That's this great. this month was Miko Hughes for a Pet Cemetery, so oh, nice. you know, they're at least they're getting like bigger recognize <laughs> recognizable yeah. names. <laughs> so, like I was looking through my stack because I'm uh, doing my horror basement and I'm kind of putting pictures up and like there were some pretty legit ones you know we got the creeper from the Jeepers Creepers we got uh, oh, nice. Bagul from a Sinister like they're getting some pretty good names so it's nice to see awesome he's one I'd like to meet I've never seen him do a con actually Bagul the guy who played Bagul yeah he'd be cool he'd be one I'd meet if I had the chance right. and I'm gonna meet and Valak obviously I know Steve would get a boner, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I have her autograph. I got through yeah. service, but I'd love to meet yeah. her in, uh, in person. Mm-hmm. Aren't Everyone, you going to I, con like this weekend? Yeah, we were supposed to. We ended up canceling it. Um, <laughs> well, which I'm glad we did because Thora Birch just canceled. I saw that. Yeah. She was like one of the few actually we actually did want to meet. And yeah, like, uh, so yeah, we ended up we're holding off and Is I'm that considering COVID related canceling or not? Um, no, not really. I mean, it was just like one of our friend who was supposed to go with us canceled. And then, you know, we were just kind of like, yeah, hey, whatever. So no, um, Joe didn't want to go because I didn't want to go. Now I can't have a weekend to myself. So Joe's <laughs> like, 
Let me ruin Sam's well, life. <laughs> he just talked about how it's nice having a partner in crime to go to cons with him. <laughs> well, I was going to tell you this too, Todd. Like, it depends. Like, especially Monster Mania. It's, I don't know. It's just always the same. I'm just not ready to, like, jump back into it. Especially because the only person I was going to meet was Thora Birch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, do I want to find someone to watch Raven? Do I want to drive? Do I just really yeah, want, true. just for one person? Like, it just wasn't worth it. And then... Yeah. When Joe said that she canceled, I was like, all right, it wasn't meant it's to done. be. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's done. I'm considering, I'm considering going to uh, Monster Mania in September. Um, their, but don't uh, go without me, Joe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, their, their Maryland show, which um, is different. It, you know, it's not, it's the only, uh, they do a secondary show in Maryland, which I've, I've only been to once. And um, have they done that as long as the New Jersey one, Joe? No, the New Jersey one was the original and then they expanded. Maryland so um, what year and, would this be like third fourth I'm not sure honestly I'd have to look that up um but so far it's a pretty good list they have Robert England of course um is their big one but also Christina Ricci is gonna be there who I've never had a chance to meet her and I think I would meet her um probably on a sleepy hollow item or something like that um and then uh also tom atkins who i've never had the chance to meet and he's getting up there in yeah. age so he's yeah. a great guy great yeah guy. and i've Such always nice. wanted to i've always wanted to meet him um yep. so I, I think i'll get out there for halloween three poster and also joe you're forgetting my babe oh devin sawa is gonna be there guys um, like i don't geez. even know what i would do if i met devin sawa. he's gonna he's gonna steal her joe you better punch he him in the throat would, or something you know. could <laughs> should i tell him that i used to pause the movie when he was oh a my kid? god <laughs> i was a he'd kid probably, too he'd probably think it was funny i'm sure he'd probably be like well here's my hotel number if you want to see it <laughs> Joe, I would have to go to his room, obviously. Would would you let him <laughs> openly like if have you guys ever seen the movie Indecent Proposal? Yeah. Where he pays his wife to bang him. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. A rich guy sees a wife and he's like, I will pay you two million dollars to have sex with your wife. Two million dollars. Well, he's a rich fucker. But Joe, wow. would you honest 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 answer? If Devin was like, Hey girl, like why don't you dump this fucking guy and come up to my room? What would what would you say? What would, would I like, say? Would you be like, would, fuck you, dude? I think I would like laugh because I would think he was joking. <laughs> what are you laughing but at? Then, like, if he's, <laughs> then if he was like really, <laughs> then if he was like really serious, I, I would probably like, yeah. He's I'd like, am get, I fucking smiling, motherfucker? Get I'd, lost. Probably, I'd probably get thrown out of the con, honestly, because like I'd probably punch him. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, I'm going to orchestrate uh, this. <laughs> that con also has, um, who else is going to be here, if anyone cares? Adrian Barbeau, who I've never met. I think I, so. I so hot. Yeah, Joe Bob Briggs, Richard Dreyfus, uh, and then oh, the two people from uh, Killer Clowns too. The two main, the actress and the actor there. The two. Main I ones. see them in a lot of cons now. They're coming out. Uh, yeah, they're starting mm-hmm. to come back. So yeah, so that's all the people that have been announced so far, and they're going to be announcing a lot more. I think so. I think I'm going to try to get out there for that one. Yeah, I got that one in September too. Which, like, I was excited, but now I'm like, do I want to go in the crowds again? Yeah, so crowded. But who's uh, uh, which one's see. that one, Todd? Uh, I believe that is Horror Hound in Cincinnati. It's got like a lot of the um, Nightmare on Elm Street people, Robert England, of course, oh, nice. and a bunch of girls and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, trivia. Wait, w- one last question for oh. Sam. Oh. Yep. Uh, if you do meet Devin Sawa, what would you have him sign, and why is it the fanatic? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I would totally. Um, it'd be Idle Hands, obviously. Okay. No, not Casper. I, I, I could have been Casper. Uh, I was gonna say since Christina Ricci's there, like a 
piece with the both of them on it would be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that would too. be cool, but Idle Hands. Idle Hands is the yeah. I'd have him sign my inhaler. Wouldn't not that Hunter. Be fun? Not Hunter Hunter. That too. Everything. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He'll sign it all once I go to his hotel room. Oh. oh Lord. I, I really regret not getting John Travolta <laughs> to sign now. Uh, a fanatic. <laughs> when Wait, did, where you, did you meet him? Yeah. Did I notice? You, uh, when I went to um, something, some con in Toronto, uh, oh. he, he it's, it's a con where I, I met um, what's her face from fucking uh, Rosemary's Baby there. Um, oh, did oh, you Mia tell Farrow? us about this? Mia How Farrow. was he? No, I, I didn't meet him, but he was there. Oh, you're saying you wish? Okay. Yeah, I, I wish I was because he was actually there to promote the fanatic. That's so, amazing. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason it went. And his line was fucking Did you see him? I wonder if I saw him. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, he was surprisingly not in like a, wow, a yeah. bubble. Yeah. So. That's crazy. That's awesome. You should have him sign it and just like, oh my God, if I had like a Fanatic poster with just like the quote, <laughs> I have to poop on it or something, it'd be like the best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And oh. from, from what I saw or heard, someone told me, I think when I was in one of the horror booths, he said apparently he was really cool. So. Nice. Oh, awesome. That's cool. Awesome. All right. Trivia time. The All scores right. are as follows. Myself and Steve tied at first place, 75 points apiece. Joe, third place or second place, however you look at it, 72. Sam with 48. And this is week number 30 or game number 30. We skipped a couple of weeks here and there. So um, who would like to lead off this this week? I'll go. Oh, Steve is quick on the draw right there. <laughs> Buzz. So uh, thank you very much for, uh, for Kayla for sending me three trivia questions, which I'm going to use. Me too. <laughs> uh, and I'll also have a bon- bonus fourth because it's a really tough one. So I thought big, big it's, like, it's like too hard to put in the regular trivia, but I'll give it you guys as a bonus if you guys got it. So first, the three from uh, Kayla, the first one in, what is the name of the town in Trick or Treat? Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm ashamed. I don't know. This. It's something. It's probably I'm something spooky. Too. I imagine they did a spooky angle. It's not. It. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sticking with Jedi. My a, first guess. Is it a real town? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. I don't. I, I, my Ohio uh, geography is not. Uh, See, I would even got stuff. the state wrong. Springwood. No. The Springwood slasher. <laughs> Oh, well, here goes and just read yeah. my trivia questions. Actually, oh, my my oh. next trivia question: the answer was Springwood Slasher. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Then nope. Uh, pre cognition. You have to ask the question before you. Yes. <laughs> Steve, in honor of Minority Report, I get that question right. <laughs> right. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about that, Molly. Yeah. I saw Good you right. lowered your score, so I lowered a little bit. Yeah. Curious. Anyway, half we'll a star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that point though. Everyone agrees with me. Okay, go on. Yeah. No. Uh, so, <laughs> any ideas on the name of the trick or treat town? No, no. Uh, Charles Charleston. No, Brooktown. Ooh, I like that. So Spring the answer. Wood. No, you guys aren't even close. <laughs> uh, so the name was Warren Valley, Ohio. Oh my god, uh, that did not look like Ohio. Nope. Even Ohio, right. Joe. What? Even know Ohio? Yeah, I'm a wanted man. Really. Yeah, I, I I feel like I've maybe have talked about this before, but yeah, I went to uh, Cedar Point in Ohio, and also I went to a Cleveland Indians game. When oh, I, was no, out I there. imagine what you did in Cleveland. 
Cleveland rocks. Oh yeah. I went to the rock and roll hall of fame too. Nice. Uh, when I was out there, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so I got, I, uh, was going like 90 on the highway. I got pulled over. I got a speeding ticket. I never paid it. And like, I got oh, a warrant. Go they sent me like a warrant for my arrest. So Dude. I can never go back to Ohio. And actually fun fact, we, when, uh, Sam moved here, we drove through Ohio and I like pulled over yeah. when, when we hit the border and I had Ooh. to drive through the whole state. Jeez. Yeah. Um, what about if you got pulled over in your state? They wouldn't like no, see your wanted. I, I've been pulled over in the state. I think it's only like uh since it's just like a petty crime, like a speeding ticket, like yeah. I don't think they care. They're really. gonna put they you on the FBI anything. list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it I think it would, I don't think like I don't know if like it's cross-referenced like all over the country. Like I maybe it is for but I just think for a speeding ticket, it's probably not. It's probably only if I got pulled over in Ohio again. But because hmm. I could like I've had been able to renew my registration and stuff. I mean, this was like forever ago so fuck you ohio well Damn. there's any police officer fans uh <laughs> that's joe no nope. you can mail the <laughs> ticket to <laughs> uh-huh. all right i'll go next uh what is the name of the killer in the joyride franchise uh i'm looking for his candy man his nickname his radio candy, name candy uh no that's so girl. long i don't remember at all <laughs> no you're um, not thinking big candy bill cane. candy cane there you go what'd you say sam big bill big bill no um i don't know fuck aren't there like six of those movies oh now? I, I know oh jebediah <laughs> oh my god jeddah <laughs> um, no the Jedi. correct answer is Rust. <laughs> <laughs> all right rusty, the correct answer rusty. is rusty nail oh god rusty damn. nail what a stupid uh, name what? How did, you said it right before joe said it <laughs> no i no. You, no. todd said rusty yeah, yeah but I, I, I was saying rusty saying oh maybe you cut out on my end <laughs> what, a, what is like a stupid edgy name that it, i'm gonna name myself rusty nail <laughs> i'd be like yeah i'm not talking to you're you. lame dude Probably have a rusty penis <laughs> Oh, did I ever tell you the story about the truck driver? Bonus point. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. So um, always make friends with truck drivers because they have really good stories. But this one guy was at a truck stop and they call them lot lizards, the ladies that frequent the the truck establishments for the drivers. And he heard a lady get on the, one of the CB radios saying, Hey, I'm at this truck stop, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, Oh shit, that's my truck stop. And she, he sees her get out of the car, walk over to a rain puddle uh, splash it onto her vagina to clean it out and then goes into another guy's <laughs> truck. <Gross>. Damn. <laughs> She's hustling. Damn. So yeah, hustling. lot lizards. Uh, avoid them. Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'll give me give a bonus point here. Ooh, only okay, on. but that rainwater is it feels <laughs> nice and cold though. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning the clam is what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bonus right, point bonus. for you, Joy, for you, Joy, Joy Ride fans. Name the three main actors. Paul Walker. Joy Ride. Nice. Yes. Uh, Lily Sobieski, and I don't remember anyone else. <laughs> that that okay. that that like small face dude. Um, the three of them in the car. <laughs> <console. laughs> oh, I don't remember his name. No, 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 no. He he, I know his name. He was in um, fuck, the Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies, which are awesome. If you guys probably never seen him because they're getting not what. Um, Oh fuck! What's his name? It's um Owen something. He's no. also in that thing you do. Yeah. For that thing what you the do. The fuck's his name? Uh, Steve's oh, on Timothy. 
Yes. Damn it, mother... Damn it. I said Timothy. Dang it. Alright, so Steve gets it. Steve gets Son the point. Son of a bitch. Alright, one. I, I could, yeah, fucking scrunchy face. <laughs> I just Steve. didn't remember Come his face. <laughs> He's a good actor. He's a good actor, though. I'll give him yeah. that. Yeah. Diary of Wimpy Kid movies, man. They're great. I haven't seen those. <laughs> Kid movies, but they're awesome. Alright, I'll go. All right, horror fan Ryan, I apologize. I did not use this on August 12th. My bad. Um, okay, John Carpenter said that In the Mouth of Madness is the third installment of a trilogy. What are the other two movies in the trilogy? Um, it's shit. The Thing in Prince of Darkness? That is correct. Good job, Joe. Nice. Nice. Very good. I have a bonus from him after. Okay. Actually, I'll just, I'll just do it now. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, go for it. And what is the uh, the name of the of the trilogy? Like, what's it about? Yeah. Wait, what's it about or what's it Dark called? Dark Evil. What are the other two movies in the trilogy? And for a bonus, what is the trilogy for? So what's the trilogy for? Yeah, I've heard this before. I can't remember it, though. I have, I have no idea. Once, twice the apocalypse yeah that's right yeah apocalypse trilogy that was close all right (laughs) okay tonight's uh trivia comes from the lovely kayla shout out to kayla all righty first question is how did mickey die in return to sleepaway camp oh never seen it oh no that's part two porta potty part two yeah does he get killed in the bed? Like stabbed through so the sheets? So we got porta potty. We got stabbed through the sheets. Um, I can't remember the character. It's been a while. The yeah. shower. The shower. No, you guys are all wrong. He was burnt in a fryer of hot grease. Oh, yeah. It's, I remember that. That was good. Part two? I, I want to. That was part one. Yeah. Let's return to sleepaway camp. Hmm. I thought that was part one, too. Right. I, was like, part one. I was like, have I seen part two? But the chef gets like the chef gets the boiling water. Gets boiling us. water. Yeah. Oh, but, maybe that's what we're thinking of. But maybe there is a. I just, don't, there could, don't question Kayla. Don't. Do <laughs> yeah. Question. I'm just. <laughs> she's, not, she's not gonna send this. I'm, think, I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> I think two and three are better than one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The, the the fucking clothing in the first one is worth it for like <laughs> just that makes it worth it. it it's so bad. It's so easy. Really, I really like. Yeah, two is really good. Yeah. But three, I wasn't one. a big fan of. I don't remember three like at all. I did. I when we did that Felisa Rosa interview, I watched all three of them, even though she wasn't mm-hmm. part of the other two. But what happened to Pamela Springsteen, though? That's what I want to know. Where has she been? Me. She like disappeared. Oh yeah, famous father. So probably has money. <laughs> that's, not yeah. her, that's not her brother. That's what? Pamela? Isn't it Bruce her brother or no? Is it brother or father? It's, it's one, one of those. I guess. Well, it's matter. one of those two. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. That's a lot from... to live up to. Fuck. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, still from Kayla. Who was the first to play Dracula in the movies? Um, this is so like. Mm. This is so. Lugosi. Fucking... Yeah, there it is. That's right. Yep, good job, Sam. Woo woo. Yeah. That's one of those easy ones where you're like, why can't I remember? <laughs> Wasn't the first vampire? Uh, technically, first Dracula. It was first Dracula, yeah. It was first vampire, Max Shrek. No, for, yeah, for exactly. too, yeah. They actually wanted to make Dracula, but they couldn't get the rights to it. So mm. that's a good. It's a pretty good movie. You never seen Nosferatu, the twenties one. Yeah, did you ever see um, Shadow of the Vampire on VHS, bits and pieces? Too. Yeah, long, I, I talked about it on that year or that decade. I think a great movie about the making of that film, and it's 
really worth watching. Yeah, I need to watch it. I just remember he says he'll save the script girl for later or something. <laughs> That's awesome. John Malkovich playing the director is uh, it's great. All right, Joe, I think. Yeah, I think All so. right. Um, this one's from Kayla. Kayla. And uh, this is about as random as random gets. <laughs> but it, you, you'll have a good... Uh, I'll give you a hint because she gives a hint too because otherwise, good luck. Um, but in, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, at the young age of 19, Ben Affleck played a basketball player. What number did he wear? Hint. 13. 13, yeah. Hint, 1 through 20. So I heard 13 from... I think 13. Well, but we both said 13 at the same time. I said it first, Steve. I don't I think, think so. I think, I think <gasps> I'm with Sam on this one, I think. Who wants to take 13? Do you both want to take well, 13? We'll both take 13. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both one. <laughs> one. Number one. One. Okay, you are all wrong. Oh. Can we guess again? Answer... Yes, I'll give you one more guess. Five. Okay, five on the board. So nine. Nine on the board. <laughs> Steve? Um, <laughs> seven. Correct answer is number Six. 10. Uh -oh. oh. Why? Do we know? That's a um, random. That's, that's a, random. a random number. Where the hell did she get that from? <laughs> I love it. That's the kind of questions I'm looking for, guys. That's some deep shit right there. That's deep cut. Yep. If I, I don't, if Todd and Steve and Joe can't get any points, good. So send all the random ones. Definitely remember that scene, but I don't remember the fucking. I don't remember Ben Affleck. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen the Buffy movie, though. Yeah. All right. Bonus. What is Ben Affleck oh. and Jennifer Lopez's couple name? Jennifer. Geely. Geely. Come on. Gobble, gobble. Come on. All right. <clears throat> From Kayla. How many A Nightmare on Elm Street movies were released in the 80s? Three. Six. Five. Joe with five is correct. Well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> hey, I have zero one, still. So at least one through, one, one, through five, one through five. I think it, <laughs> you would think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one no, it, it was one through four and then seven. <laughs> All righty. Again, these come from Kayla. Kayla. All right. Everyone's favorite kind of trivia tagline. Oh, no. Ready for it? One. Yes. Yeah. Get your heart broken. My bloody Valentine. Did she message you, Joe? No. I got it. Damn. It's the only nope. one that makes sense. Joe got it. Yeah. No, nice. uh, it could have been. I mean, it's the only one that makes sense to me. Like, I was heart. thinking, um, that one. That I was thinking my boyfriend's back or something. Oh. <laughs> Next time. Speaking of which, uh, the horror community very upset right now with NECA because they re-released the uh My Bloody Valentine figure that was supposed to be a Scream Factory exclusive. I know my um, value just went down. Yeah. Everyone's very upset, but it's in a different packaging, Todd. So if people oh, want that box, you know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I've been selling those. I've been holding on to them for like two years and selling them for a couple hundred. Like that, you sold that Angela figure, right? Yeah. It's like worth like four or five hundred now if you held Damn. on to it. It's nah, gone up. It's, like it's gone up even 50. more. And people are like begging NECA to release it since they just released re-release it since they really re-released the uh, My Bloody Valentine. But I hope they don't re-release that one. That one actually got autographed by uh, oh, Amelia Kincaid, cool. so I could probably sell it for even more. Yeah. <laughs> Sammer. Oh, it's me. Oh. She just she just asked. Oh, okay. uh, so, <laughs> my, last, my last one is from Mondo. So Mondo. thank you, Mondo, for the trivia question. The most well-known family member of Jason Voorhees is his mother, Pamela. Based on the comic miniseries, Friday the 13th, oh. Pamela's Tale, 
what is Jason's father's name? Oh, I know this. It's yeah, we've, I feel like we've talked about or we've gotten this question before. Robert. Something. No, it's something, it's something goofy. Joe. Um, it's like uh, Tobias or something like that. Jada. 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 What's your, what's your name, kid? Jada. Um, I, I should fucking know this. It's fucking stupid. It's not Tobias. I'm thinking of Arrested Development for some reason. <laughs> great show. It's a great show. I don't know. You guys all give up? Ready. No. It's uh, Elias Voorhees. Elias. Uh, Tobias. Uh, was close. Walk with Elias. Ooh, there's a doggy in the background. I don't know whose turn it is. Mine? Yours. Yes. Okay. Last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the 2009 movie, The Stepfather. Mm. Quite simply, what is the name of the killer? Oh, John Locke. Oh. <laughs> I just know, I, no, I just know the actor. Is that from fucking the Lost? The killer? Yeah. That's yeah. A, it's, it's the guy who plays John Locke. Right? <laughs> Which is uh, Terry O'Quinn. Terry I O'Quinn, yeah. name Don't is. tell me what I can't do. Good I, I don't know his character name. Um, um, stepfather. Okay. Stupid. Right. <laughs> they just call him Stepfather. Step, yeah. Even the wife. <laughs> his name's like Brian or something. John. David. David, it's a normal name. Mm-hmm. It's a normal name. It's a normal guy name. All right. My turn? Yep. Yes. All right. My final one from Kayla. Let me pick the easier out of the two. Which member of the Monster Squad kills the most monsters? And I do not remember their names. So this is a great, what a great question. So which member of the Monster Squad kills the most monsters? I would guess Rudy. Werewolf. Joe is correct with Rudy. Big night tonight. Four points. Yeah. I just just remember the one scene in particular where like he kills like three or four of the women female vampires. Damn, Joe went from third to tied with Steve for first. Oh, yeah, baby. Sam stole the question. Oh, wait just a minute, folks. (laughs) Joking. I need need to get on the board, Sam. All right. Well, you might, Todd, it's right up your alley. You ready? Yes, let's do this. I'm feeling slow tonight, though. Let's loose up those bones, Todd. You got this. <laughs> All right. At least I'm going to fart. So I better... oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What board game did Brenda turn into a strip game in Friday the 13th? Monopoly. Fuck me, dude. It, Steve's right. Steve's right. Yep. Nice. It's Monopoly. Good job, Steve. Tied Ooh. it up. Or no, Steve pulls no, ahead. T- t- yeah. All right. Settle. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Steve pulls ahead with the last minute point 77. Joe, second place 76. Myself, third 75. Zero tonight. Sam with one Woo-hoo! with 49. I think I should get a point every time I get zero points. No, okay. yeah. That's it. Or so I if I do then. a no. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right. All right. Thank you for the questions, people. And yes. Kayla, I that's a good memory, or I don't know how you're finding those, but dang. All right, the Forever Purge 2021. The tagline is the rules are broken. All the rules are broken as a sect of lawless marauders decide that the annual purge does not stop at daybreak and instead should never end. Um, all right, so this one starts off on a ranch in Texas. We got our, our white family, and that's important because it's a race-related movie again, just like the last one. We got our white ranch owner. They're kind of rich. Um, they're trying to tame a horse. 
the Hispanic guy that I'm sorry, they came across the border earlier in the movie. Uh, the Hispanic guy and his wife uh, came in America, blah, blah, blah. She's working at like a meat processing factory, helping people. She's a nice girl. She's trying to assimilate into American culture, learn English, yada, yada, yada. Um, the man is working as a ranch hand and instantly makes the, the, the white guy pissed off because white guy is trying to tame a horse. Mexican guy comes in tames it real quick makes it lay down and sees like the horse whisper um so we already get some racial tension from that it turns out though that um well that's kind of later in the movie but they kind of set it up that this is gonna be a white versus hispanic kind of movie um but it turns out like the family is actually pretty nice to him like they don't treat him bad or anything like that the guy that was upset was just mad that he was upstage because he was trying to train the horse and some guy did it that's simple as that the owner of the ranch is super nice to them he pays the hispanic helpers money so they can afford protection on the perch which that guy takes to a um, compound that's protected by armed men and they stay the night and they're safe and sound and the actual perch is a small part of this movie it's over within the first 20 minutes everyone survives the the family at the ranch they hunker down no problems there but then when the perch is over that's when the crazies come out and want to get even whether it's with race related um, income class related whatever it is people are down and they want to take it out on other races rich folk and they want the purge to just go on and on forever and it's a big old thing across the united states where purgers are still purging the military is fighting other purgers are trying to fight them and so on and so on and then we have to follow the hispanic uh, couple as they link up with our the white family of the ranch who they saved from a last minute execution and they band together to try to get to Mexico because Mexico and Canada are accepting Americans to get away from the perch. And that's where we're at. So, um, yeah, I, I, these movies need to stop being political. Like I, I understand what they're trying to do, but it's not, these movies aren't serious enough to get like this deep you know what i mean and it just comes off as cringy in my opinion like we all get that racism's wrong right And if you don't get that it's wrong like you're the problem um but what i liked about this one it, it wasn't as like in your face as the the first purge which i thought was like over the top you know we don't like white people because of this reason and this and this and i thought that was just way too much for that kind of movie but this one was kind of better because they got along and they worked out their differences and also it speaks to me more because I'm white, obviously, and then my wife's Mexican, uh, first generation, so her parents are, you know, from Mexico. So I'm like, okay, I can kind of relate to this. Um, I love Texas, so I liked it that it was set in Texas. Cowboy stuff is cool to me. Um, and then we just follow them as they band together, and I like that they were together. And the thing I think they did well was um, you never knew if the main guy was going to flip or not because you didn't know if he didn't simply didn't like Mexicans or he was just upset, but it turns out he was just upset. He got upstaged that he likes Hispanics. Does anything to do with them or doesn't have anything wrong with them? So I think I'm getting a little too far ahead though. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, yeah. So I went into this with like absolute zero, like expectations after the last purge movie. Like I, didn't like it the last purge movie like at all um overall like i have found the purge franchise to be you know hit hit or very hit or miss um so yeah i went into this with very low expectations and i came out pleasantly surprised i actually enjoyed this one quite a bit um i found it very relevant to like today's world um that we're living in very topical um it's and it's kind of like scary like how it, it they almost like predicted like sort of in a, a small scale way of like what 
kind of happened in here in America. Because uh, like this movie was made and was supposed Wait, to be released. Wait, we had a perch night. No, I, missed? I mean, I, I don't want to get like extremely political here, obviously, but obviously this movie um, was made and written before the insurrection in January, um, which in a lot of ways is like kind of similar to what happens in this movie, obviously like on a more extreme scale in this movie, but you have these extremists, you know, like trying to overtake, um, you know, the, the government, which is kind of what happened. Um, so like, it's, I found it kind of like scary, like how they, they, you know, whoever wrote this movie kind of predicted what was in a, on a much smaller scale, um, things that could actually happen in this world. Uh, but you know, let's not get into that stuff. Um, overall though, this movie, I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, like Todd said, I, I liked that um, the main, um, I don't, I don't want to just keep calling him the white guy, um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, to preface, I don't mean any disrespect. Anyway. No, no, no. Yeah, like, no, it's, no, I, I get yeah. it. It's like, you know, when just talking one, about the yeah, one group was Hispanic, sense. one was white. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's Dylan. Dylan. Okay. Dylan, uh, so yeah, the, uh, the character of Dylan, I liked that they made him sort of the villain here, like almost right off the bat, but he ends up becoming the hero in a lot of ways or like, you know, you know, obviously I would say the, um, uh, the Mexican guy really is the hero of this movie. What's that? Juan. Juan. Yeah. Juan is, um, the, the hero of this movie, but I do like that Dylan, um, his arc is great in this movie, obviously, because like, it starts off, there's a scene there where he gets like offended um, that the nanny is trying to teach the kids Spanish or whatever, like in the house. And they do the, there's like this really awkward scene where like it, you know, they kind of tease that, oh, he's going to be like the bad racist guy. And he ends up actually being like a pretty decent guy. Um by the end of the movie but yeah um i, I really liked the, like the whole plot of this movie i liked i really liked where it went um i really liked that um it really like once it got going like there was never really a dull moment like this movie moved along at a really nice pace a really nice clip i never really got bored or anything like that um so yeah overall i had a good time with it um so let's see since i haven't seen the last one this is hard to compare it to that one but um with the purge movies like they cause me so much worry and stress they literally make my stomach hurt watching them because there's people out there that are like doing this it might not be on purge night but they're doing this right now as we're recording this podcast just saying not to make you depressed or anything but um it's just really scary to me because i feel like this will happen soon so everyone run and hide now um but I really liked the story between everyone um I liked the characters of Adela and Juan I thought their relationship was really uh sweet and I loved Juan just because he seemed like such a strong person Dylan I didn't like at first which that's what they want you to think um and I feel like, so I was, I don't want to say disappointed, but I guess I was a little let down or maybe it wasn't what I was anticipating where they just kind of skim over actual purge night to get into the other stuff. Like it just went too fast. Maybe they could have like stayed in that pocket just for a little bit. Although I guess with the rest of the film, they didn't need to, cause they still have a lot of crime and killings going on. Um, but yeah, I liked it. And then, uh, I was really sad when TT died, guys. I was rooting for TT. He was my favorite. RIP TT. Um, and also, can you imagine being pregnant during Purge? 
and like trying to get to a different country for your, your own safety. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked it and I was I was surprised just because I don't know how the last Purge movie was. So and I heard that people either liked it or they hated it. But I I liked it. Uh, I'm going to be the opposite of this week, I guess. Uh, I didn't like this Purge movie really all that much. Uh, it was okay, but it didn't really do much for me. I mean, I like it better than the first Purge because the first Purge was really bad. Um, my issues with this one mainly is that for one, you never really get attached to any of the villains. Like you never really get to know any of them. So I never really felt the threat from the villainous faction. Like they were pretty much faceless and nameless throughout the whole movie. Uh, you know, at first I thought it would be the other ranch hand, the one that has like the painted face and the horns and everything. I thought that was a cool kind of villain look, but he gets dispatched like almost right away. And then you kind of go through these other guys, but they, they all get killed like really quickly. So I never felt the threat really of the villainous group. And I thought, I thought that was a big negative for this movie. Uh, and another thing is, you know, there's all this really crazy shit happening in the streets, but it's almost like we were looking at it from a distance. Like we, they never really get into the crazy shit all that much. It's almost like watching the Super Bowl, but watching the fans watch the Super Bowl as opposed to the actual Super Bowl. It just, it was like, it was weird in that sense. It's like, I don't know. I just didn't, I felt detached from the action that was going on. It was actually, and I hate to bring this fucking movie into this, but in Twilight, in the first one, there's a scene where fucking uh, Robert Pattinson is like consoling um, whatever the other girl's name is. And there's this cool fight happening in the back, but we're like watching Robert Pattinson and not the cool fight in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck? I want to watch the fight in the back and not the stupid thing happening in front. That's how this movie, this whole movie felt to me. Uh, another thing that I thought was wrong with it is they should have, the whole movie should have taken place in El Paso because I didn't need any of the road stuff. I thought it was just filler. Whereas if the movie was in El Paso, then they could have gotten, like they could have walked the border and strategically gone through the, the streets, through the purge or through the you know, forever purge or whatever. And I thought that was a missed opportunity because they spend a good portion of it on the road. And I didn't like that part. Like nothing was really happening. That was all that interesting to me. And the kills weren't memorable. I watched it fucking yesterday and I don't remember half the kills in the movie. You know, there's just not a lot of really memorable kills. Like there's characters that you feel bad, like TT, because I really wanted him to get with that girl, which I thought was a cool, like, kind of, you know, two races uniting and not, you know, putting aside their stupid, like, racist differences and just being people, which I thought was great. So I felt bad about him dying, but the kills themselves for a horror movie, I thought weren't memorable at all. Costumes, same thing. The Purge is known to have like really cool masks and costumes. There was barely any of that. They were all pretty like normal military militants and stuff like that. It's just like the bunnies. The bunny was cool. cool. But that's, you don't get much of that. You know, you get that one scene essentially. And the guy with the horns, I thought he had a cool look. But other than that. Yeah, that horn guy was, they should put him in. Well, he's he's on the fucking poster, but he dies right away. (laughs) I also liked the cowboy that had the skull painted on his face. I thought Mm. that was a really good look. The guy that betrayed him. But you know what, Steve? Now that you're, I'm leaning more towards Steve's side. I agree. (laughs) Because like I said, like the Purge movies caused me, like I'm afraid to watch them because it's going to make me feel sick. But this one, I really wasn't. I didn't feel scared. So for, I mean, I totally understand those points. Um, 
but we've got that in the other purge movies right and like this one's more about like the story like i feel like they more focused on story mm-hmm. rather than like what was going Just on like the purge. violence yeah and you know i like kind of like that they kind of did something a little different i guess you mm-hmm. could say with this one i mean more of the same but like you know like they, they try to focus on a a story here rather than the violence that was happening on the streets which kind of is like what they did in the second one i guess but that one like jumped from all the different stories whereas this one was just one main story um and yeah overall i like that like and i thought you know it like that man that when that when they killed the dad like i felt like so bad like when that happened in the beginning and i felt like i felt connected to a lot of the characters here like obviously especially um Juan is that his name, Sam. Mm-hmm. Juan and uh, I can't remember the his wife's name. Adela. Uh, Adela, so yeah. Um, I mean, they were great. Like, I I really like was connected to their characters, and I connected to, ended up connecting to that um, to the family as well there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was along for the journey um, for me personally. And like another interesting point, because Steve's like for a horror movie, like I think a whole other debate is like these movies have gotten so far away from horror at this point i feel like like compared to that first purge movie that was like pretty much like a straight horror movie there these are like more like action like movies now um per se than like horror um but that's like a whole nother debate yeah, I'm, I'm with uh closer with joe here do we ever see a guy on horseback that's in the artwork because artwork is freaking cool um, like with uh, horse tra- uh, so. painting his american flag and everything that, like, where's that guy? i don't think so no um I'm with Steve though. There, there definitely wasn't a villain. I, I thought both, it was, yeah. I thought it was going to be. But, well, there the was a villain chance. though. Like I feel like that one guy, he was kind of the main villain, right? Like the guy that came in at the, the movie end, anyway that we follow, like <laughs> yeah. that that main racist dude. Who, I don't know. Or like, was it which guy? The guy with the beard. Oh, like, the white the guy, guy with the beard. Yeah, the white guy with the beard who is white. His, his, his girlfriend or whatever gets yeah. killed, and then oh. he like chases them to Mexico. It's such a weak intro, though. Like it just. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not great, but like he, they kind of make him, I guess, the main villain of the movie in yeah. a lot of ways. But I, you know, something that bothers me though is that like, why are the bad guys all white though? I kind of like always, it, it kind of rubs, it's just weird. Like there's other people that are purging and it makes it strange that like it would only be the white guys that were like the bad guys. I don't know. Maybe I'm just nitpicking. Um, well, maybe because that's just like the, I don't know the, I don't want to say the face of America, but like the racist yeah. face of America, I guess. Like it's I, like I, right I, now, yeah. like it's like the, about like the white males, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was like a, I mean, I think it was definitely a decision based like with this movie. Um, you know, I, there's more bad guys know. out there. I, I don't know how political you want. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I don't know how not, political we want to get here. But, but on, on that know. point, I think it would have been interesting if they got chased by a group for like much of the movie thinking that it's like just other cowboys, but it turns out to be like their own kind of people from the beginning on the bus, you know, like it was just, mm. you know, just, it can be anyone. Right. They, they could have made it a little bit, not one dimensional yeah. in that, in that sense. I agree. Um, like where everyone's bad because that's the point like well yeah it's like yeah when the worst of times like everyone's right. gonna turn it's, on everyone. yeah it's not really a right. color and it was it was weird because like the message was like racism's wrong because we got Juan and tuckers getting together but then we still have the evil it was just kind of like all right i get it um what do you think but, of the jigsaw trap in this movie that we get 
unneeded. Yeah, it was weird. It was so out of place. Like, it, it was, was cool, kind of weird. It was so out of place. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, for those who don't know, like, there's like especially if Adela is fighting off of the fucking cartel. Like, you think she would not fall? Would she for the fall trap? for that? Well, she. I mean, Persian night is over, right? So, like, which no, actually, you always really, got to be on the lookout. Yeah, it could be a leftover I, trap. I love that true. scene, but. I loved that scene, by the way. Um, and I think that's the first time we've seen anything after Purge Night, like them just like walking out and like there's just blood on the on the walls everywhere. We need and, like, more behind clean, the scenes for sure. Clean. I really like that a lot, and yeah, I I really dug that. I wish maybe we got a little bit more of that, but I mean, it, that was really cool. I, I enjoyed that uh, scene a lot with her just kind of walking down the street and seeing all the mayhem that happened from the night before. It, it I've said it before, but Purge needs to be an anthology. It has to have these small standalone. Yeah. Um, scenes where like the wraparound is the purge but then you get all these like and because then you can have what sam likes with the whole mm-hmm. like um home invasion stuff that scares her yeah. and you can get stuff like i like where it's like just non-stop just killing for a reason and, and and so on and so on you can you can please everybody yeah yeah i i think that's why the second one is most people's favorites and the best one because the second one kind of is like an anthology movie because you get like what, like four or five different storylines that kind of interconnect that's grill is really good in it yeah mm-hmm yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's back to my original point though. Like, these movies are not shouldn't be political pieces in my opinion because it's like you're not a ser- you know you know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's a low budget horror movie. Do we need to have this much political say? I think they'd be better if they didn't. If they left all that stuff, regardless of like whatever side, there's no sides. Whatever racism sucks. But like, just leave it off. Just have it be a horror movie, like you said, Joe. It needs to be a horror movie. I mean, yeah, but like in in the same beat, like I I I I can see why they go political, obviously, because like the purge, like, is a very political thing, right? Like the government is con- like the ones that are mandating these purges. So like, it's like, it's like I feel the like the rich is fine and safe, right? It's it's kind of impossible, like, not to get political with these because like they right off the bat like made these political movies. So like, I I just feel like they're always going to be political. I, I honestly, if this was a real thing, I honestly think it would be a lot of personal vendettas. Like my boss fucked me over, I'm gonna kill him, right. or my ex girlfriend cheated on me, I'm gonna kill it. You know, I think it'd be more of that. I would think it'd be a lot less of I'm gonna just hunt African Americans, whatever it is. I think it'd be a lot more like fuck my ex-girlfriend and her new husband i think it'd be yeah, a lot but there would definitely i mean there would definitely be like white supremacists and racists out there oh of course but well. i mean from like, from every side you know what i mean right like, no yeah i mean i agree it would be like all over the map i mean it wouldn't just be like one set of people or whatever and then this i mean this one's all about they did go really you know deep into like the uh the racist being out there in this movie which one had um the foreigners from like denmark or something coming over here for purge night just to kill oh that's right i, I think that might three, be two. I think. Was, two or three, three? yeah I, li- I like that stuff i want to see like the wider picture because there's no fucking way in hell that the world will let us kill each other on one night we've been made so quick <laughs> and <laughs> there's no i can tell you right now there's no fucking way canada would be like you know what all up in the border come on in for the next six hours you know? <laughs> yeah they that's won't let one drone case in they're not gonna let yeah, exactly. yeah. americans yeah, I, I didn't buy that real. Actually, yeah, I really didn't buy that. Like that for Mexico and Canada would open their borders. Yeah. yeah, like I just and then for twelve hours, okay, and then what? They just close it. What about all the fuck up people? Like people would just bum rush the border, like at that point, because they'd be panicking and like so. I don't know, but you know, I went with it because you know it's a. Yeah, it's just, that's my point. It's it's a stupid ride. 
why do we have to have real stuff in it? That's just like, yeah, I find it more enjoyable if it was just straight. It doesn't matter what color, race, whatever, just killing. Yeah. I mean, horror in general is very political, though. Like, you know, a lot, especially like, you know, look at look at directors like Carpenter and stuff. They they they're I mean, there's political, a lot of political messages in a lot of horror movies. So, like, I, I'm totally OK with like directors you know trying and trying to use that platform um you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i think there, there's a way to do it like subtly like george yeah. romero i think was the king sure. of this uh you know just uh, the fucking amusement park that we watched right right it, it had a very specific message but it was done in a way that wasn't like in your face right uh, dawn of the dead uh, night of the living dead you know they're, they're also the kind of the same thing where they're using zombies but you know, there's a whole other kind of political thing going on about racism. If you watched Dawn of right. the Dead, especially the first fucking, you know, sequence. Oh, that shit uh, hasn't aged well. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's like rough. super, super racist, but it's yeah. like an in-your-face, you know, this is, I, I don't know. I think this one maybe if, it's like, but at the same time, I feel with this specific movie, it's like they wanted to go for it, but they didn't, and they're holding back. I find in some way they, it's like they didn't want to get too political, but they wanted to get very political, and it's just, they were afraid know. to go 100. Yeah. percent they're, they're afraid to they, yeah they're afraid to go like fully yeah, and yeah. that's that was almost like an issue for me too because either go for it or don't you know just yeah. don't play that's in the middle fair. yeah it's a fair that's very fair hey fun fact the guy that wrote this wrote all the purge movies so he's all over oh, the place okay uh, well he's he's credited maybe he's like a writing team but mm-hmm. he's in all of them yeah yeah he said so this was supposed to be the last purge movie and they like came out and said this is the last one and then like right. literally like a week later that the writer came out and was like you know i think we might actually make another one. <laughs> anthology man they gotta do anthology. <laughs> so did anyone i think did, did anyone watch the show i feel like steve did i, I right? did i did yeah. and is there any I, like I connection here or anything or no it's, it's kind of like its own story within the purge uh, okay. It was good though. It where, where would you, yeah, where uh, like where would you put the TV show as? Like, I, I'd put it on this. So I would go two, one, three TV show, five and four. So okay, TV shows. I, I'd put the TV show a lot higher. I I, I put really? it second place. Yeah, hmm. I think it's got Fiona Dorif in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I only watched season one, and then has a Hispanic guy that's really good, and then the African American lady that wants revenge on her boss. I think I mean it needs more blood. Obviously, it was on USA Network, but right, exactly. I thought it was cool. Anything else before uh, we rate it? Know, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, Racism is bad, and then killing, and then oh, I honestly didn't like the Native American angle. I thought that was shoehorned in at the, at end, the end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah. that was because they weren't present at all until like the end. I was like, eh. Okay, I like that actor this. though. He was in Doctor Sleep. Oh, he played Crow Daddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good actor. I-, I thought they were gonna go through the same like sewer line that they came in in, like the yeah. beginning of the movie. So when they started like climbing the mountain, I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. why? <laughs> it's, it's just. Do you think know. so? Do you think like eventually, like, do you think like America's just fucked? I guess like because obviously the movie at the end just shows like America just basically burning to the ground. Do you think we'll ever get a hold of it, or do you think like basically, like that's it? <laughs> I think they said they alluded to it like people were finally banding together to destroy to fight the burgers. So that yeah. would be actually a good. Right? Would that be a good way to go in the next movie? Like you have, it would, it would like, just be a war movie though. Fall. At that point. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. I, I just like, the rest of the world's like just twiddling their thumbs, like Da-da. this nuclear yeah. power. This nuclear power is killing each other. Let's not do anything about this. Right. 
exactly. And, if, that was, if that was the opposite, we would have liberated them a long time ago. <laughs> and I also like did the whole thing. How did the founding fathers get back into power? And there's a bunch of questions. Yeah, they didn't they kind really of... go in. Yeah, they. That's a good point. They didn't really uh, delve into that. Um, oh, yeah, they didn't delve into the why at all. Like why the purge mm-hmm. came back after the whole deal of number three, which was there right. wouldn't be another purge, and it's just. And Sam's know. got a Sam's got a good point, by the way, because about like people not freaking out like prior to the purge because like literally that the the family on the ranch like like a half hour before like all right i'm gonna like barricade the place and like you press that button everything comes down like what if something didn't come down all the way like you can't yes, call like sorry. the company and be like hey can you come out and fix this real quick like and, and the bus like, did that, like a day thing, ago. the yeah, bus is gonna... like last second like getting into that shit <laughs> it's like he should have done a walk around and then the wife lets him in the front door then they do they close up right what if like someone like if i was going to kill people and i wanted to kill a specific group i would sneak into their house like a day before right exactly. and hide out yeah mm-hmm. yeah a lot of plot holes that's why that's why it's like too silly like to take it seriously mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. but do you think i mean if this was the last purge movie like are you happy with that or are you like oh, I, let's keep going are you done with the I, purge franchise i, I forget about the series while, yeah but... yeah I, I forget about it as soon as i watch one it's like yeah mm-hmm. nothing special mm-hmm. it's a it's a great concept but they always miss it because of the political shit in my opinion yeah, I think two did it the best, and even that like had its issues, but I think it was, the, you know, the right formula they they did, and yeah, there hasn't been they haven't gotten better since. But I, I would I, like I, to see behind the scenes, like you said, yeah, in the next day that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know like statistics of like murder. Did the no one kills anybody the rest of the year? Like, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> All right, rate it. Let's do it um i'm at i'm high i'm at a seven and a half out of ten for this one yeah i uh i did really enjoy this one you know i had a fun time with it i had a fun ride um oh man this is a tough one to rate because like i'm i'm teetering between seven and seven and a half and my talking through it a little bit i I, it really didn't change my opinion too much i think i'm like right there todd i think i'm with todd i'm seven and a half i enjoyed it i'd watch it again me too. It's on my top 10, number 10, probably. It would be on my bottom of my top 10 right now. Yeah. Because there's only like 10 movies. So, <laughs> I mean, there hasn't <laughs> been much great this year. So, yeah. Uh, this is tough. Give, I mean, give, me, a, give me a 6.75, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it again, but not anytime soon. So, I'm going to give it a 7.2. <laughs> I'm giving it a 5.5. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like it. Like I just didn't like it. Um, I liked it better than the first purge, but that's a very, very low bar. Uh, just too many issues for me. I uh, wasn't really enjoying it, and uh, yeah, it's it's middle of the pack for me of the year, but definitely not something I watch again. Actually, I gotcha. You're wrong, but I got you. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, name one thing you would change, Steve, to make it higher one aspect or uh, like or... i said i'd have i'd have it start in el paso like the ranch is on out in el paso so they're near the border so they don't have to go through like a bus or a truck they have to, to walk through the forever purge to get to you know their border be nice so it'd be more in the action you can still have the story beats you can still have the character beats but they, they'd go into it and another thing is i'd put a bigger focus on who this group is 
that's how how did they organize so well uh, who are they who's leading them and have one central kind of villain that maybe he runs the El Paso chapter and just you know it could be the guy on the horse you know like just someone who you can point to and say that's the villain of the movie um yeah it, so. it, 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 they did like sort of touch on they said like there was a like a guerrilla marketing thing done like online like there was like hashtags and stuff like that so it seemed like it was like done like all through like the internet sort of thing yeah it just it's hard to buy you know it's almost like a you know going after area 51 type thing like right yeah 200 people will show up not the fifteen thousand who promised they would right uh, but like another political issue which i won't name uh, if you have a central figure that reunites all the people together and then makes them right you know, to do something then you need that central figure and we didn't get that that that's mm-hmm. what i needed in this movie is that central figure to really kind of be the villain in this movie yeah does it have to be the one for the U.S., but the one for El Paso? Does it, does it rhyme with bump? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. yeah. That's actually really good. Like a rallying point. Like, get it. I mean, that's like, I feel like right. that's what they were like hinting at, obviously in this movie, like a lot of, of the time. But yeah, I mean, it was never like clearly like yeah. put out there, you know? Hey, real quick. Fuck that farmhand that executed the dad. Yeah. Because yeah. he was even trying to make... Um, the other Hispanic farmhands like, hey, you're just a slave for them. Like, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. You got a good job. You're outside, work with your hands. Leave them alone. <laughs> so screw that guy. Yeah. He was like, his anger was geared towards like the wrong people. Like, even like the dad's dead, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, but, hey, you know what? He got his. He did. So fuck him. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tucker. Mr. Tucker. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, we don't know what we're doing next week. So just follow us on social medias right. and you'll find out. <laughs> Basically our Discord. Basically our Discord, yeah. <laughs> yeah Discord, but uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all over the place. You'll find us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, just go, we'll let you guys know when we, we figure it out. Yeah. yeah we're, uh, we're getting into heavy season soon, like into the big horror releases. All the A lot of heavy hitters. Ca- A lot Candy of heavy Man's hitters coming. Soon, yep. Candyman. Soon. Oof. It's gonna be good. Uh, we got good our lineup. seven episode coming up soon, so. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Wait, what stuff. episode? Seven. Oh, that's right. Yeah, nice. Ooh, that's gonna be nice to have Sam watch that one. Yeah, and I, I agree. Definitely, follow, if you're not a member of our Discord yet, definitely become a member. It's very easy. It's free. All you have to do is just send us a PM on any of our social medias. But we are going to definitely announce our next uh, design for you know t-shirts everything over there first we'll probably do it like a few days before we uh officially release it over on rt public so if you want a little sneak peek definitely go over there i think the plan is to release it um like september 1st or somewhere around there so keep an eye out because it's a pretty awesome design and i think you guys will dig it we kind of treat our discord like people treat patreon except we don't charge you for it exactly so we, we we tend to put like the stuff there first and then eventually on our social media uh, mm-hmm. but and for there are new people that just joined recently so welcome to the group mm-hmm. um just like you know if you're like shy there's a lot of people and there's like 40 plus people in the group and it's like the coolest group of people just talk anything and people just have a blast with it it's just it's a really cool group so really chill you definitely want to join yeah like books I come over to everyone the club. in the discord yeah we started a book club we'll yeah there's a book club over there what now, to do yeah. with that but that's fun <laughs> 
<laughs> well, for everyone that's on Discord, sorry I'm not over there currently. My phone is shit and I have to <sighs> offload like 10 apps a day just to post something on Instagram. So I'm sorry. I'll try to be there soon, but I can't G- promise Gift anything. idea, Joe. Gift idea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need a new phone myself and a laptop. I- <laughs> you need to get a laptop's been like four years, dude. You need to get a freaking laptop. <laughs> hey, right. you know, it took me like four years to buy a, a nice mic for the podcast. So, you know, another four years, I'll get a nice laptop and so on and so forth. <laughs> All right. Purge forever and ever, forever after, whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Yep. Ever after, I think. Right. Ever right? after. Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. a freaking Disney movie. It is. So it- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like you can't be tough yelling that. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all.